0: plea to Scottish voters in the mail uses his most emotional language yet. We desperately want you to stay, the Prime Minister writes. We do not want this family of nations ripped apart. Mr Cameron argues that there will be no going back if Scotland leaves, and that by voting no, Scotland will get the best of both worlds, new powers and the stability of the United Kingdom. The Scottish First Minister, Alex Salmond, said the hastily arranged
1: gestures and rushed visits were a sign of utter chaos and panic in the No campaign. Two more men will appear before Milton Keynes magistrates this morning, charged with sexual offences against a child as part of an investigation in Aylesbury. Faisal Iqbal from Aylesbury and Hamah Nangpal from Middlesex were charged yesterday. Eight other men were charged last week. Meanwhile, two men from Chesham have been convicted of sexual offences against children. 32-year-old Lee Wakelin and 21-year-old Arslan Khan were yesterday found guilty of inciting a child into prostitution and trafficking within the UK. It relates to offences carried out in Chesham and Watford against two 15-year-old girls in January 2012. The men will be sentenced next month. Residents living next door to the Luton to Dunstable guided busway say the noise from the track since it was opened almost a year ago is getting worse. Borough Council installed microphones in people's gardens to monitor the sound and say they're disappointed that noise levels haven't been reduced. This resident says the council's efforts haven't tackled the problem. No
2: different. The tile that they put on there hasn't worked and it was a shoddy job and it's a waste of money. It, they still thump and I think it's got louder.
1: The study suggests that people with dementia and their families face care costs that are equivalent to more than £20,000 a year. The research, carried out by the London School of Economics and King's College London, has been published by the Alzheimer's Society. In sport, Gareth Bale scored both goals as Wales won their Euro 2016 qualifier in Andorra 2-1. The Real Madrid star scored in each half after the home side had taken an early lead. The weather, early mist and fog, and then another dry and bright day, a maximum temperature 20 Degrees Celsius, and you can get the latest news and sport online at bbc.co.uk/slash three counties. Boom, 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 boom.
3: Today
4: on BBC Three Counties Radio. From nine, the JVS Show. With the big phone
5: in, the hottest topic of the day and your consumer problems. From twelve.
6: Nick Coffer. Join me for high-quality financial advice on pensions, savings, inheritances, and mortgages from a brilliant local expert. From three,
4: Roberto Peroni.
6: I'm here with a roundup of the day's news, the latest travel and your stories. From seven,
5: Mark Forrest. I'll bring you the best bits from everything that's been happening on BBC. Local Radio.
4: Today on BBC Three Counties Radio.
3: Trauma noise.
7: Morning. Oh hey, that's <laughs> cheer me up. Cat hey. went down on her seat. I always do. Yay. Busy show this morning, including Gang Plan in Luton. Bum 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 watch. That's one for my children there. <laughs> and why no one's miserable in Princess Rizabra. Who writes this rubbish? Me. Oh eight four five nine four double five five double five.
4: Across beds, hearts and bucks
0: This is BBC Three Counties Radio
7: So, another thing I thought we could discuss Now, we may not get many calls on this But we might just get the golden call Okay How have you injured yourself with clothing? Alright, yeah I put my neck out really badly yesterday By, all I was doing was I was wearing a hoodie And I was messing around in the office I was wearing my hoodie, I had my hoodie up um, You know, it was a bit, little it's bit of has been the tough guy It was, it was clothes banter And clothes bands. And as I took my hood off, I wasn't even messing around then. I took my hood off, and my neck just popped. Oh, dear. And I can't turn my neck properly. I'm in agony. Not as bad as it was yesterday. I was in agony yesterday. I'm in a lot of pain this Mm. morning. Mm. So, when you must have injured yourself putting clothes on and off all the time. Normally being
8: caught by door handles on pockets. Oh. That really can um, chafe.
7: Yeah, that's not good at all, is no, it? No, no, no. Or, um, uh, um, um, uh, um, 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 uh... Belt loop. The belt loop on a door handle. Yeah. I mean, that takes some precision. That's
8: when life says, whoa there, fella, not so fast.
7: Yeah, well, there, fella, not so fast. 08459 oh, five, 455 555, five. how have clothes impaired your life?
8: When clothes attack, call me now. Oh, 08459 five, 555
7: this really, is a really dirty song, this, isn't it? It's, it's an innuendo. Is it? Yeah. He's saying, when you're in love with a beautiful woman, not only is it difficult, it's hard.
9: Good grief.
7: Dirty Doctor. Dirty Doctor will see you now. When
2: you're in love with a beautiful woman It's hard When you're in love
7: Doctor Hook, my mother's favourite band. Does she know? Well, her favourite song, right? Sexy is a, Eyes. No, no, no. It's a great song. It's called um, A Little Bit More. Oh, that one. The, the lyrics are, When my body's had enough of you and you're laying flat out on the floor, when you think I've loved you all I can, I'm going to love you a little bit more.
8: I know, and she thinks it's romantic. Twice but Nightly he's, Whitely. He's just saying.
7: A, a think, they're doing it on the floor... Flipping it! Come on, man. You can afford a bed. You're in Doctor Hook. Secondly, you think we're finished? Get up, girl. Come on. <laughs> oh here we go again. You ready? <sighs> Cup of tea is finished. Round two. The
8: doctor will see you now.
7: <laughs> Ooh. Oh, eight four five nine <laughs> four double <laughs> five five. Do you know, No, okay. No, <laughs> it's way too early for that. Oh, eight four double five, five five double five. We'll be talking about your clothes injuries a little bit later on. Boy, I can see the phone lines really I are. I think right. I pitched
8: it better. When close
10: attack, will we now?
7: I can see the phones are are really hotting up. So So we'll get to that later. We'll be right with you. Before that, something far more serious, uh, the the big serious local story. Two years after the hit and run murder of 19 year old Delaney Brown, the authorities in Luton are reviewing their approach to gang culture. The local community safety partnership has come up with a strategy to tackle it and is asking the public to tell them what they think. Uh, my producer, Catherine Boyle, joins me in the studio. Catherine, remind us how this all began.
8: Well, it's really difficult to say how long the tensions were simmering before it came to public attention, but the problems in Luton really um, really did sort of emerge for us with the death of 19-year-old Delaney Brown. That happened on September the 5th, 2012, and he was deliberately knocked off his bike by the driver of a BMW who sped off, leaving him to die. And there were appeals by Delaney's family, police were being met with a wall of silence that some, suddenly changed a year later 22 year old kyle beckford was found guilty of the murder of delaney brown and it transpired that he and his victim had been school friends mm. originally who ended up in rival gangs delaney with the lucy farm gang or trap gang and beckford with the marsh farm gang now that murder marked the start of a spate for of apparently tit-for-tat violence stabbings and shootings and i have to say there's still a reward out for anyone coming forward with it, with information about the murder of paul foster who was delaney brown's uncle he was shot in Brunel Road in April 2013. That's still unsolved, that murder. But you'll remember at one point, barely a week went by without one or sometimes two incidents. It was
7: every week. There was a shooting or a stabbing or or a gun going off, wasn't it? It It really was
8: relentless. And and Luton started to get something of a name for itself as being a problem area. And you'll remember that that happened. And then police made a series of arrests as part of an operation codenamed Boson. That's an anti-firearms operation. And things seemed to peter out. Now, this strategy aims to keep it that way.
7: Uh, we talked about this gang strategy. We mentioned in the introduction the Community Safety Partnership. Who are they?
8: Well, it's made up of various organisations. We're talking the fire authorities, uh, police, probation service, Luton's clinical commissioning group, and the lead body is Luton Council. And the Community Safety Partnerships can be working together to... Um, their commitment, they say, is to make the town a safer place, and it also address, addresses the fear of crime, which, of course, they say is just as powerful. If people are walking around thinking that something's going to happen. They're more likely to be victims.
7: And the point of this strategy... What is it?
8: They want to stop people joining gangs in the first place. They want to make sure that people can go about their daily business without being afraid. Um, Also, it's focusing around a strategy they're calling the four P's. which stands for Pursue, Prevent, Protect and Prepare.
7: And that means what? Well,
8: Pursue means identifying the gang members and those most likely to commit crimes. Shockingly, figures from Bedfordshire Police show that 80% of gang members are violent offenders and people involved in gangs in Luton are 12 times more likely to commit murder than other criminals. The sort of crimes that they are involved in, rape, domestic violence, sexual exploitation, firearms and drug dealing. Now the problem when it comes to trying to catch the criminals is that witnesses who often come from a similar background are intimidated, they don't want to speak out and there's this this fear of becoming a snitch and being identified as such.
7: That's Pursue. Prevent, Protect and Prepare. What about them?
8: Prevent, uh, obviously, aimed at stopping young people from getting involved in gangs in the first place. The council realises that the success of this is all reliant on all agencies working together so they can step in before it becomes a problem. Protect is about keeping the community safe. Prepare is about focusing on areas where gang-related incidents have taken
7: place. And so what are they actually going to do?
8: They want to start working with schools more so they can spot those feeling bullied and intimidated by gang members. They also plan to increase police activity where gangs operate now. That would include using knife arches and stop and search powers. And this strategy's been drawn up um, now. Now they're going to be seeking views from local communities on how the problem is viewed, whether it's a realistic thing. If people are living in it, they've got a better idea of whether it's going to work and whether this new strategy is the right response to a problem that's been simmering away for years. Across beds, hearts, and bugs.
0: This is Ian Lee. BBC
7: Three Counties
0: like a Nice high five.
8: Well, I thought you would um, bring your hand for that.
7: No, the hand gesture was stay. Right. You went for the high five. Well, that yeah. was embarrassing for everybody involved.
8: I thought you were either going to claw at my face yep. or it was a high five. I didn't realise it was a halt.
7: I am wearing elasticated.
8: No, you're not. Waistbands. You're wearing stretch
7: denim. Well, I've never. I don't know what that means.
8: Elasticated waistband leaves a print. Of the ruching on your borde.
7: Oh, gosh, really?
8: Yeah, so that's an elasticated waistband. What you've got there is a
7: stretch denim. So, and so is that okay? Yeah. Because I felt uncomfortable. I, I mean, I felt very, very comfortable wearing it, but I felt embarrassed wearing it. No, you don't need to. I'm thinking of getting some um, slush puppies. Right. they slip-on shoes, aren't they?
8: Well, not necessarily. You're thinking about getting slip-ons.
7: Yeah, they look so comfortable, and what a faff those laces really are.
8: They've got some in the Daily Express that you might like. They've got an orthopaedic sole.
7: Is that good? And breathable
8: leather. Really? Yeah.
7: Now see that. Now I'm 41. That sounds like. "Mm,
8: Or if you want to go summery, Velcro sandals.
7: That would, that would make things so much yeah, easier. in a beige.
8: Yeah. Get them in a beige, then go with everything, don't they? It
7: really is. We are like... Um, I'm like... Uh, Jeff, Jeff Banks. Banks.
8: Yeah, I'll be I'm Karen Franklin.
7: There we go. Well, ladies and gentlemen, we are old enough to remember the clothes show. Travel
0: news for beds, cards and bugs.
4: BBC Three Counties Radio.
11: Well, a very good morning. And so far, checking on the sensors across the three counties seems to be moving rather well. The M1, the M25 and the A1M all moving rather freely so far this morning. Taking a look at the M40, there is a lane closed just at Junction 5 for Stoke and Church. That's due to some bridge maintenance work that's continuing. So do expect some delays there. Looking at the trains, everything's running well across the three counties. Nicola Richards, BBC Three Counties Radio.
12: Thank you, Nicola. Thank you, Nicola.
7: Morning, this is Ian Lee, BBC Three Counties Radio. It's Wednesday the 10th of September. I'm Ian Lee and these are your headlines. Uh, A new strategy to tackle gangs in Luton has been drawn up by a community partnership, including the police and the council. Cameron Clegg and Miliband are campaigning in Scotland today against independence. And residents living next to the Luton to Dunstable guided busway say the noise from the track... Is getting worse. We'll speak to Justin in a bit to find out exactly what's going on. BBC Three
4: Counties Radio.
13: Three Counties sport isn't just about hearing your team in action, in action.
14: Seals a famous victory here! What drama!
3: It's about the managers. managers I'll make the most of your openings and we, we perhaps haven't done that and, and haven't done it so far this season if I'm honest, I'm honest. The, players.
6: the players We know we need
15: to be better we're not being complacent we'll find a solution that will get us playing how we was last season
13: how the fans expect us to be playing And the fans
15: I'm getting seriously concerned we could end up back where we started Every
13: day we bring you latest news on your local team
15: Wickham Wanderers remain 5th in League 2 after a nil-nil draw with Barry Stevenage lost 3-2 at home against York
7: Three-county sport keeping you up to date with Luton, Watford, M.K. Dons, Stevenage and Wickham every day of the week on BBC Three Counties Radio. Have some of this.
16: Here we come, walking down the street We get the funniest looks from everyone we meet Hey, hey, we're the monkeys And people say we monkey around But we're too busy singing to put anybody down, we go where we want to, do what we like to do, we only have time to get restless, there's always
1: something new, hey hey we're the
16: monkeys, and people say we
12: monkey around, but we're
16: too busy singing, to put anybody down, we're just trying to be say, oh. time, or anywhere, just look over your shoulder, guess who'll be standing there, hey, hey, we're the monkeys, and people say we monkey around.
3: Noise. I like the moosey peas. Torminoids. i would like to sacrifice you. Just take Uranus out of the picture. Just
15: say it explodes. are hey, here
16: hey, with the monkeys. And people say we monkey around. But we're too busy singing. To put anybody down.
7: Come on, Dee What a shoot. That song never gets played on the radio. Oh, it's beautiful. Great well, hey, song. With we're the monkeys. All right, mate, don't, don't, um, no. Now, the noise from the Luton to Dunstable guided busway, well, it's a story we've been talking about for quite a while, isn't it, Mm, Justin? People have been very, very upset. The bum-bum-bum of the track bouncing about under the buses is still annoying the residents. Well, the council spent quite a bit of money trying to tackle the problem, Justin.
13: Mm. Turns out it's getting worse. You've been on bum-bum-bum watch. What's (laughs) uh, what's going on? (laughs) Absolutely. Um, I've been to Jeansway in Dunstable. Of course, the busway is one year old on the 25th of September. Happy birthday. From the 26th, people can start claiming for compensation, which is quite interesting. But, uh, yeah, people complaining about the noise. Now, back in August, the first week of August, the council spent quite a bit of money erecting microphones in people's back gardens. They also closed part of the busway overnight to to try and improve the situation with the sound. Sadly,
2: it's failed. I was back on Gene's Way yesterday. Here's what locals had to say. Um... No different, the tile that they put on there hasn 't worked, and it was a shoddy job and it 's a waste of money it, They still thump, and I think it 's got louder. Is it ruining your life? Has it got that bad? Oh well, yeah, because i 'm waking up at twenty to six in the morning i can 't get back to sleep. we just we can 't go to bed until after midnight when the last bus is gone at the end of the day we 're getting five and a half hours sleep, and to me, although you know i 'm a pensioner, it, you still need some sleep. Mm. And you just can't get it with a busway. What is your direct message to the council this morning, Derek? You you either tarmac the whole lot, or the only other option is to pay compensation to people. Do you feel like you deserve compensation for what you've been through since this busway was first put, quite literally, of course, um, in your back garden? Do you deserve money? Well, I think so, because the busway as it is now, bears no resemblance to the plans that we were shown first off. It was going to be further away from our bungalow, and it's not, it's nearer, it's right by our back fence, uh, and we can hear everything.
17: It's just as bad, and my granddaughter stayed a few months ago to look after my cat while I went away, and she went home after two nights, she couldn't stand it, because it woke her up at twenty to six. It's more in the front of the bungalow, it's a, it's a whooshing noise out in the garden, but indoors it's sort of boom, 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 boom. No, it's not very good, and they done all that filling in and spent all that money and it was a waste of time
2: yeah it's a thudding noise it's obviously a noise that as the buses go across the cracks it's vibrating through the ground uh, into the bungalow itself
13: what does it sound like what does it feel like
2: yeah, boom, 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 boom. Does say it. Yes, yes. That's that's exactly what it is like. Well, yeah.
7: those were um, residents describing the sound. We've actually got a recording of the sound. You may need to turn your radios up to uh, to get this, but this is recording of the busway. Boom, 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 boom. And it
13: really would. Uh, disturb you late at night and early in the morning, wouldn't it, Just? Absolutely. From 5.40 in the morning, these people are being woken up. They can't go to bed until midnight. And it's quite weird, Ian, because um, you, you're in somebody's back garden, and you can see the buses clearly, uh, the tops of the buses, and uh, you can certainly feel them as well. That These people, um, a lot of them have moved out already. Um, you'll hear from one later on, who is going to put their property on the market. Hey. He moved there seven years ago for a happy retirement, yeah. and they feel like the plans they were originally shown well, they don't mesh up to what's there at the moment. They're very, very angry, and they don't feel like the council are taking their concerns seriously still.
7: Well, uh, Borough Council, Justin, are happy to talk about this. Mm, I'm sure they are. Through the medium of a press statement. Oh, lovely. Here we go. After the efforts to try and find a possible solution since last December, we are equally disappointed, oh, really, that the positive progress that was being made over the last few months to find a possible solution has not resulted in a reduction of the noise. The alternatives of replacing the a busway with an unguided section or the reduction of bus speeds are not considered to be acceptable, however we are taking further advice on alternative
13: situations, so um, basically you're going to get more of...
3: Uh, Sounds like
13: it, I mean obviously we're we're talking about a small cluster of homes there that that are affected badly because the busway's in their back garden, but it's of interest to so many people, because a year on still so many people that I talk to of course I'm on the streets every single day for you, we are based in (laughs) Luson and a lot of people still (laughs) saying to me You make it sound
7: like I'm pimping (laughs) you out (laughs) (laughs)
13: A lot of people still saying to me and these are random conversations that when they see me out and about in the radio car the busway, it's a waste of money a lot of people still feel very strongly Mm. it should never have been there in the first place
7: We will be speaking to Andrew Salu MP uh, later on who um, uh, despite being very very busy has agreed to come on and uh, I know this is a problem he's concerned with Justin, Mm, do you fancy um, taking off all your clothes and
13: dancing with me? (laughs) (laughs) What to? Move closer? Oh Bit of Aquarius. Oh, fifth dimension, new legend. Speak to you in half an hour, mate. Okay. Ta-ta. Bye.
3: Yeah! Oh, I
0: think it's disgusting Travel news for beds, hearts and bugs
4: BBC Three Counties Radio starting to
11: build up a bit in roxton on the great north road just at the black cat roundabouts where those major roadworks are continuing checking in park street on the a414 starting to look a little busy at the moment just around the park street roundabouts in rickmansworth there's roadworks continuing on batchworth heath hill um, just at white hill so do expect some delays there having a look at the trains, so far everything's running well across the three counties nicola richards bbc three counties radio
1: It's 6.30, I'm Simon Oxley. A new strategy to tackle gangs in Luton has been drawn up by a community partnership, including the police and the council. David Cameron, Nick Clegg and Ed Miliband are all campaigning in Scotland today, with just over a week until the independence referendum. Two more men will appear before Milton Keynes magistrates this morning, charged with sexual offences against a child as part of an investigation in Aylesbury. And residents living next door to the uh, Luton-to-Dunstable guided busway... the noise from the track is getting worse. With the council admitting their efforts to reduce noise levels have so far failed. Three Counties Sports,
4: BBC Three Counties Radio.
1: Gareth Bale scored both goals as Wales won their Euro 2016 qualifier in Andorra 2-1. The Real Madrid star scored in each half after the home side had taken an early lead.
18: It was obviously a, a disappointing to, to concede a penalty, but yeah, it was massively important to get to get an equaliser straight away. And uh, we had massive possession of the ball. They they obviously made it difficult, which is what they're going to do to every team. But we showed our, our class. We kept passing the ball as well as we could on, on such a bad pitch, and uh, yeah, showed our showed our class in the end.
1: Elsewhere, Watford striker Matej Vidra was a second-half sub as the Czech Republic beat Holland 2-1. Watford have sold their allocation of tickets for the away match at Charlton on Saturday. 3,000 Hornets fans will watch new manager Oscar Garcia's first match in charge. Midfielder Jim Stevenson scored a hat-trick as Luton's development team beat Bournemouth 5-0 at Kenilworth Road yesterday. Ross Lafayette was also on target, but striker Alex Wall was sent off. Jonathan Smith played 90 minutes as he continues his return from a broken leg. In non-league football last night. Hemel Hempstead lost 2-0 at Haventon Waterlooville. Bishop Stortford drew 3-0 at Concord Rangers. Those games in Conference South. In the Southern League Premier Division, Hitchin won 1-0 at Chesham. Biggleswade beat Burnham 1-0 and Dunstable beat Arlesy 5-1. And the Italian rider Eduardo Zardini leads the Tour of Britain cycle race after winning yesterday's third stage in Wales. Defending champion Sir Bradley Wiggins was fifth. Today's stage is from Worcester to Bristol. BBC3 Counties News and Sports, the next full bulletin is at seven. Call
4: 08459
0: 455 555. BBC Three Counties Radio. I used to have a, a, a big. owl.
8: On the artist that my mum calls Michaela Cutchin.
7: I used to have a big crush on Tiffany from EastEnders. Mm, Martine. Yeah.
8: Eating healthily during pregnancy has suddenly become less of a problem than it might have been for Martine McCutcheon. Well, we can all heave a sigh of relief on behalf of Martine. The actress and singer, pictured... Oh, revealed yesterday... Moonface. That she can...
7: I like the moonface. I like the moonface.
8: That she can no longer stand the smell or taste of meat.
7: Yeah.
8: Forcing her to eat more vegetarian dishes. Went bankrupt... What me?
7: Martine McCutcheon. Me still she? very. Do you remember her number one hit single? This is my, my moment. moment. This is my perfect, perfect moment, moment with you. Yeah, and
8: that that was a soundtrack to a lot of people's weddings that year, wasn't it? Ooh, yeah, Tiffany from EastEnders. Oh, I remember when she died, I cried.
7: Oh, for crying she out. She
8: had that headband on; it was awful.
7: I Remember the first time she ever appeared in EastEnders? She was wearing um, PVC hot pants. Oh. Remember that vividly. Why? Just lodged in the brain. It'll Pop happen. charts, top the list of 90s... 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 Pop charts, Start top again. the list... Start again. Pop charts, top the list of 90s nostalgia. So these are things we miss the most. OK, number 10. Making plans that don't change due to lack of mobile communication.
8: Like stroke being late.
7: Yeah. Um, hang on a bit. This is right. Number eight... Things we miss the most, 90s toys. Uh, That doesn't make sense.
8: Things we miss the most from the 90s, uh, stuff we miss.
7: (laughs) The 90s. 90s. Um, (laughs) um, Things we number two, having pen pals.
8: Oh, yeah, I used to have loads of pen pals. I
7: bet you did. I did. I bet you used to write to them in their own language.
8: Sometimes. Oh. And then I had one who was um, from uh, Tanzania. She used to write me very odd letters. She was in a girls' school.
7: Oh. Really? Yeah. Really? Yeah. Gosh. My, I had a fellow who uh, lived in New Zealand. He had a boat. I was only seven. Wow. Uh, and at number one, making tape recordings of weekly top 40.
8: Mm. I'm trying to stop it before Mayo came on.
7: Oh, was it Mayo for you? Who was it for me? Um, um, probably one of the ones that have been arrested now. Probably. 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 I don't know. I don't. You see that
8: picture of the little kid um, face-planting into the Oval Office sofa?
7: (laughs) Oh, that's good, isn't it?
8: (laughs) For most children, a trip to meet the President should be the most exciting moment of their lives. Why? Not for this little chap, however. Utterly bored with proceedings at the White House, he flung himself face-down at an Oval Office sofa, his legs kicking in the air in exasperation. Now, that little boy, if he was mine... Get the hard word.
7: The president um, is well within the and it, 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 is well within the rights to send that kid to Guantanamo Bay. Uh, yeah, for sure. There's a letter in the Daily Express. I like the letters pages, and I don't read them enough. I've never read them. I've only just decided I like them. I'm going to start reading them more.
8: You're telling lies.
7: Let the UK's spoiled brat go its own separate way. Oh, this is from Godfrey Sanderson in Coxhoe. <laughs> Coxhoe. Is it me? Yes, Godfrey. Or or has Scotland become the spoiled brat of the UK? Here's hoping it gets the yes vote and that we do a good job of severing the links, making sure we limit the cost, and there will be cost, to the rest of the UK. As one who has had frequent holidays in Scotland and enjoys a whisky, I will be looking to change my habits so as to exclude supporting Scottish goods, etc. Oh. Looking forward to the result. Godfrey Sanderson, cocks.
8: Scotland quivers with fear because Godfrey's not going to have a dram.
7: Godfrey doesn't want to have a whisky no more. We bet to vote nay. He's turned to care fillet instead.
8: (laughs) Ha ha! To the legends, to the Welsh. Uh, oh Godfrey. Godfrey, do you know Godfrey. what? Calm down,
7: love. Um, poor show, William says Sarah Vine in her um, um, opinion piece. I to guess whom is call. she
8: referring? Not his Royal Highness, Prince yeah. William. Well, we that's saw, very familiar of her.
7: We discovered yesterday that she's up the duff. She's up the royal duff. The royal bun is in the royal arga. Praise be. Praise be. F- a few days before that, we saw a picture of them coming out of King's Cross Station, and she was carrying two bags. Sarah Vine in her opinion piece is referring to that picture. The news that the Duchess of Cambridge is expecting her second child puts that rather gloomy image of the couple traipsing through King's Cross Station last month into context. Kate is not quite her usual smiley self as she trails a few steps behind her husband, lugging two huge bags. Most likely, she was already feeling distinctly green around the gills. Thing is, William must have known she was pregnant, so why on earth isn't he carrying her luggage? equality is fair enough but come on the poor girl is preggers preggers surely someone should have given her a hand
8: I think they might have I don't think she carried them all the way back I don't think they left them walking
7: they're not massive bags right she was what ten weeks pregnant at the time you're allowed to do stuff then and also if she's anything like my wife do you want me to carry no I can do it
8: I know exactly well your head doesn't feel pregnant I, I, I used I'm to find fine. myself wedged when I was very pregnant, wedged between cars because I thought I could make it because my head was thin. <laughs> <laughs> I go, yeah, I forgot about this.
7: Oh. Can someone
8: please back out of this car. I'm here to be wedged.
7: How you, you, it, do you think your head is thin?
8: Well, it was thinner than my um,
7: gosh, everything else. You have got back to the moon face.
8: Wow. This is my perfect moment. Speaking well, of moon faces. Hello. See the moon last night? Super moon.
7: I saw it um yeah I did actually. Yeah. It was big
8: wasn't it? It was alright. People were taking
7: pictures of it. Oh it's only the moon. It's always gonna be there, I hope.
8: Dun 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 If the
7: moon wasn't there, what would happen to us? It'd
8: be dark, wouldn't it? No, well tides would stay where they
7: were. Well serious question. Okay this the is
8: would be like a swimming pool.
7: Let me it? ask the question before you start doing your little I'm banter. Speculating. Okay, well stop it. If the moon wasn't there, what would happen to us? Over to your flight of fancy.
8: I think we'd all go f- um, flying off into space. He's such, we?
7: A, such an idiot!
8: It does stuff.
7: What's a henge? Don't know. We know it's what a, a sto- circle. We know what a stone is. We do not know what a hen- henge is. I
8: would imagine it's a circle.
7: Stonehenge is rubbish, isn't it?
8: Well, uh, I think it could do with a, l- a lick of paint.
7: It's Enigmatic circle of giant stones always thought to have stood in splendid isolation on the edge of Salisbury Plain. But archaeologists now believe that there they're there, stonehenge, the boring boring
6: big stones, boring boring, big stones, boring. No one cares, it's rubbish. Oh no, no, no,
8: no. Let's not say that. Is it a massive clock? Is it a solar clock? No. Is it the site of human sacrifices? Probably not. Is it a Stone Age disco? It might be.
7: I know how they made it. Everyone's like, oh, they didn't have t- the technology then to make it. Well, I know Rollers. how they made that. Rollers. No, no. This is my theory. Okay. And this is a good theory. You will not be able to argue with this. We'll see about I'm that. I'm going to tell you how they made Stonehenge. By the way, 08459 four double five five double five. if you want to join in the bands. I will tell you how they made Stonehenge and the pyramids. Ask me. Go on. Gravity was lighter then.
8: Oh! Oh, that makes sense, doesn't it? No. Gravity was lighter then. What on earth are you on about, Professor Brian Cox?
7: Cox! (laughs) Gravity was lighter then. Yeah. So things were lighter. Just
8: saying it over and over again. The Justin Dealey method. (laughs) Don't make it true. All right. Where's the Ev?
7: Well... The Ev is the Pyramids and Stonehenge. They didn't have the technology to lift those massive rocks up on top of there.
8: No, but they did have thousands of slaves who were worried that they would be killed if they didn't do as they were told. Thousands
7: of slaves could not lift up that massive rock and put it atop the uh, the two... But they couldn't do any of that. Levers and can- pulleys. Levers and pulleys. No, mate. Oh, OK, because okay. they had the technology to do that then, didn't they? Yeah. No, they yeah. didn't.
8: Yeah, they did. That's how they did the pyramids. So
7: you... Th- no, they didn't. Oh, they did. Gravity was lighter. It would take two men... If it took two men half a day to build Stonehenge, how many men does it take to build it in a day? doesn't matter. It's irrelevant to this. Gravity was lighter. You know it makes sense. Wow. Thank you.
12: Yeah. You keep lying when you ought to be truth And you keep losing when you ought to not bet. You keep saying when you ought to be a chain Now what's right is right, but you ain't been right yet. These boots are made. And that's just what they'll do One of these days these boots are gonna Walk all over you
3: Boom, 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 boom
12: You keep playing Where you shouldn't be playing And you keep thinking That you'll never get burned Done
2: walking. Boom, boom, boom,
1: boom, boom, And the weather for bed, and bucks. Tomorrow, wet and uh, wet and wet, basically. Top temperature, nine degrees Celsius. That's BBC what we counties news, it's five past five.
7: That's what we're paying for. That's Tony the Fish. It is. This is Ian Lee and Catherine Boyle. We're having a look at the papers. You, you can join us.
8: What's your sign, Ian? That. No, you're a star sign. Oh, Gemini. Gemini, the twins, the
7: artistic, the creative, Paul McCartney.
8: Gemini is someone being economical with the truth. Yeah, you. If you get an inkling something's not right, it probably isn't.
7: Something's not right, Catherine.
8: It might not look like the right time to make plans, but what happens tonight gives you an edge. Oh. Call me to hear when you can't rely on others. Oh, she's going to keep a little bit back.
7: Oh, such a such a psychic tease.
8: Leo, if you let them, people take advantage of your good nature today.
7: Yeah. Well, hang on, good nature. Yeah. You're the
8: most. Look out for mistakes and be sharp with security when carrying out transactions online. Okay. Promote yourself tonight. Call me to hear when faulty communications trip you up. Sorry, promote yourself oh, no, tonight. What, are you doing? what, what I do I do? What does that mean? Do I do a Botham on oh, Twitter?
7: No, you threatened to do a Botham the other day.
8: Yeah, that's why I put the elephant
7: on. Hey, the new. Um, what? Not, well, you know. The new uh, iPhone Great has been launched. <clears throat> And uh. A fancy one, but I don't know why. Probably the promotion. Because Apple have infected your brainwaves. You don't need headphones, mate.
8: I like to hear myself.
7: Apple, oh, no one else Less has. so you. Apple have infected your brainwaves. The new, uh, And the new watch, there's an iWatch coming yeah, out. Yeah, yeah. You got a round of applause and a standing ovation. It
8: looks like a Dick Tracy watch.
7: It looks cool. It don't do much. Oh. It monitors your heart rate. Oh, I need that. It tells the time. Oh, I, I need that. And it takes dictation. Oh, I need that. That's it. Yeah, but I need that. You're, you're thinking of getting one, aren't you? You're a sucker for this rubbish. No. Also Unveiled. But this, and this didn't get quite so much um, press. Unveiled. Probably because it's really boring and no one's interested. Unveiled was the brand new U2 album. Uh, the, this thing. They play, come and played the new album. And they are, it's available on iTunes now. For free. Oh, I need that. U2 last night stunned the music world by giving away their new album for free on iTunes to half a billion people. Well, only if half a billion people choose to download it. I certainly won't be downloading it. Even if they paid me £20, I wouldn't... Well, I'd download it, but I wouldn't listen to it. I can't think of any bands more tedious than U2.
8: I can. Manic Street Preachers.
7: Okay, I can't think of any bands more tedious than U2 and the Manic Street Preachers. I can. Travis. Travis. Travis actually did a really nice song once.
8: I know, I remember. Or yeah. Driftwood. Or Flowers in the Window.
0: Yeah, one of them. Travel news for beds, hearts and bugs.
8: BBC Three Counties Radio.
11: The A1M heading southbound, starting to build up quite a bit at junction 7 for Stevenage. The M1 London bound, rather heavy moving on the speed sensors just around junction 7 at Hemel Hempstead. And the M25 heading anti clockwise, very slow moving at the moment between junction 21 the M1 and junction 20 for King's Langley. Also heavy anti clockwise between 17 at Maple Cross and junction 16 for the M40. So far, checking on the trains across the three counties, everything's running well. Nicola Richards, BBC Three Counties
7: Radio. Thank you, Nicola. 6.46, it's uh, 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 Wednesday the 10th of September. I'm Ian Lee. These are your headlines on BBC Three Counties Radio. What's that face for?
8: I'm carefully turning the pages of the paper so you don't throw things
7: at me. Flippin' heck. A new strategy to tackle gangs in Luton has been drawn up by a community partnership including the police and the council. David Cameron, Nick Clegg and Ed Miliband are campaigning in Scotland today against independence and residents living next to the Luton to Dunstable guided busway say the noise from the track is getting worse. Let's get the weather, here's Kate Kinsella. Beds,
19: hearts and bucks weather. BBC Three Counties Radio. Good morning. This fine, dry and settled weather looks like it's set to continue through to the weekend. Just variable amounts of cloud to worry about. Today may get one or two mist and fog patches but they're fairly isolated. If you've got one, it will lift fairly quickly. Sunny spells, bit more cloud this afternoon. Temperature's getting up to around 20 Celsius. Overnight, clear to start but we may get a bit more cloud as we head through uh, the middle part of the night towards dawn, particularly towards the east of uh, the region. Um, Fairly cloudy there. Minimum temperature. Temperature in the countryside, 7 Celsius. Towns and cities again a bit milder, staying in double figures. So a cloudy start in the east tomorrow, a brighter in the west. But it looks like it's going to stay dry, sunny spells. Again, temperatures in the high teens. That's your forecast. Every
4: weekday morning. It went pinned. Did it ping again? It did. About, about a week later, it went ping again. Jonathan Vernon-Smith. I just don't know
14: where or what to do now.
5: I went to speak to this retailer who had told Sue that because the sofa was out of its 12-month guarantee, they didn't have any liability. Well, we all know that's rubbish, don't we?
4: The JVS Show fights for your rights. Jonathan and I have got the
20: whitest, cleanest overhead door available.
5: Listen, I'm going to thank your credit card very much for getting things sorted out and any other problems, you know where we are. Thank you so much for everything. It took me seven months to sort to you we you done it in two weeks.
4: The JVS Show, weekdays from nine on BBC Three Counties Radio. I,
9: I don't really know,
15: Rita. If you hear a
4: whisper, give us a shout. Oh. Ian Lee. BBC Three Counties Radio.
8: If you hear a whisper, give us a shout.
7: She's. She, I, I. No.
8: That boy has nothing to do with me.
7: No, we have on spoken to Justin. With that woman is is alive and well. He missed. Um, th- th- very quickly, in the sun, drive shaft. Oh, uh, sh- ah, I see what they've done there. A luxury yacht firm made a cock up with a logo on its van that spells. So the the the, the business is called Penn Dennis Shipyard. Oh, okay. And when you open the door, slide the door along. It says. Penis. Oh dear. The gaff by boat builders was spotted by Joker William Tregeedgo in Fal- Falmouth, Cornwall. He said, "I saw it. I couldn't believe how funny it were." The image has been retweeted six thousand times. One Twitter user cracked, "Somebody needs a big lesson in marketing." <laughs>
8: Um, that's good, isn't it, when the newspapers just look on Twitter for things that people are sending round? I always like that.
7: It's like when local radio just looks in the papers for things to do. No, Lazy. Lazy, Queen
8: says, don't drag me into Scotland debate.
7: Ooh, in uh, that voice?
8: No, she says, don't drag me into Scotland debate. Oh, yeah. That's more, that's um, more her means. voice, yes. Um, I think we should definitely drag her into it, and I think we should also dangle her as the carrot. Yeah. If you want to go it alone... We'll have her back, thank
7: you. Yeah, yeah, oh yeah, she she's agreed to be the Scottish monarch. Yeah, what's that? That's ridiculous. She's playing for both teams. She should tell them to jog on. Exactly. She's jog better on, than Scotland. them.
8: She's better than us. She's better than this. But if and also if we're splitting up, then I want the queen.
7: Here's the thing as well, because because Parliament is now um, terrified that we're going to lose. Love, it's all about love bombing. I was I had an email actually. I was listening to Radio Four, and I'm I'm, I'm guessing that uh, Ron and Ethel in Watford were as well. Ian, we're going on an away day to Scotland. Ian, we are going on an away day to Scotland to love bomb our relatives in Dundee in devoting no to independence. We're going to tell them we love them and we want them to stay. It worked in Canada. It should work here. Ron it's, and Ethel it's, fighting a good fight. It's all about love bombing. And I, do you know, I'm really annoyed now that um, Gordon Brown, everyone's coming out saying, don't worry, Scotland, if you stay with us, we'll give you so many powers, so many free gifts, like free tea towels with your name on, mm-hmm. stuff like that. That you won't want to be independent. Well, no, 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 If they're voting in or out, they should vote in or out as is. Don't then make things easier for them. Don't go, concede to their ridiculous, petulant demands. It annoy's me.
8: Yeah. I Obviously, can see you're annoyed.
7: Yeah. Dealey's uh, here. Morning, Dealey. Anger. Outrage. I'm Morning, and outrage, mate. Mm, absolutely, I can hear it in your voice. One of the uh, the big stories of the last couple of days, of course, has been the royal baby. Mm. Prince Charles in the papers. Oh, Yeah. I'm hoping for a granddaughter, reveals Charles. Ooh. Prince Charles spoke of of his joy yesterday at the prospect of becoming a grandfather and confessed he hopes they have a girl. bit controversial.
8: No, it's not. He's had two boys. Mm. He's got a grandson. I think that you do want a little girl in the family at some point.
13: Possibly.
7: I know people who, um, uh, they had, uh, on the birth of their second son... No, hang on, the birth of their second daughter... Um, and didn't know what they were going to have... I, didn't, I don't know him, I worked with him once, he was a plum He had two daughters, right, he didn't know what they were going to be The second one popped out as a daughter, he's like, oh yeah, brilliant He went outside and he had a little cry because it wasn't a boy <gasps> Really? Yeah
8: I have a friend who, again, didn't find out what she was having and she But she imagined secretly it was going to be a boy Yeah. And when it was a girl, it took her about three days To be able to look at that baby and, and recognise that it was hers Isn't that weird? Because she thought, no, that's not my son
7: We wanted a girl, we got a boy, was
13: everything there? Yeah, is he healthy? Yeah, brilliant, that'll do I honestly wasn't bothered Yeah be a boy for me sorry it would have to be a boy have to be why because we can go to the pub together we can go to the football together it's got to be a boy
8: I, I was going to say I've been to the pub with my dad yeah I've been to the football once I thought it was rubbish <laughs> so mm, but you might get a girl who likes going my sister likes going to the football with
7: me. I think I know why you'd want a boy Justin go on because you are a bit of a player yeah <laughs> what
8: do you know what if fate is what they say it is yeah you're going to get loads of daughters.
13: Yeah. <laughs> you
8: are going to get loads of daughters and you'll know how it no. feels. If
13: I have daughters, I'll be a nightmare dad. I know, Will. I just know. I think
7: we know as well. Listen, we had a little um, uh, debate vu yesterday. Uh, on the show about the Royals. And yeah. I've been thinking about this a lot. The Royals are better than us. Of fact. course. No brainer. No. no brainer. And we had loads of calls supporting that. No calls disputing that. I was wondering if you could take that to the streets this morning, Justin.
13: Yeah, absolutely. I should do that. And uh, while I'm here, would you like a fact on Princess Risborough? Oh, the me. home of the big tour, yes, this week. Yes. Princess
7: Risborough Factor. Where you go, boss?
13: They have the Lacey Green Windmill, one of the oldest windmills in the whole of the UK, dating back to. 16.50. How about that? I like it. What we? I've just decided
7: this, we need um, a jingle, don't we? We do. The big tour fact <laughs> of the day. <laughs> Leave that one to me. Justin, excellent stuff. We'll speak to you later, mate. Cheers, boss. Ta-ta. Tu veux ou tu
8: veux pas
15: If you hear a whisper, give us a shout.
7: She's all over the shop, though, isn't she?
8: Who? Yeah, Brigitte Bardot. Very good until she started trying to sing. But I do like that song because yeah. it's um, ridiculous.
7: Yeah.
8: Tu veux, tu veux pas? Do you want or not? Doesn't sound as good in English, does it?
7: Do you want or not? Because I'm tired, and <laughs> if you want to, then we're going to start now. Otherwise, I'm going to go to sleep. Yeah. Make mine up. I'm going to take that as a no.
8: Wow. We've come full circle from Dr Hook, haven't we? <laughs> Same, whether you like it or not.
7: Oh, wait, 555. Five, five, five. What can the listeners call in about, Catherine?
8: Um, all manner of things. Um, do we keep the Queen if, uh, if we lose Scotland?
7: What, Are we, uh, we bothered about that? About what?
8: That idea.
7: Scotland? Mm. No.
8: They can go on board of Scotland. Bye! But they're keeping the Queen. I think that's not part of the deal. They
7: shouldn't have the Queen. The Queen is ours. Long, well, she's Germany's and he's Greek. But apart from that, long live the Queen. And mm. the royals are better than us anyway. We know that. Totally. To be fact.
8: So we can do the royals are better than us, part de. Yeah. If you want to have a go at that one,
7: Very rarely we carry something over from the day before, but I just thought this was so... I was thinking about this a lot yesterday. I think it's so important. But they're so very much better than us. Oh, yeah. I mean, totally. Yeah. And, you see, once you accept that, which I have done wholeheartedly, it makes life so much easier. Yeah.
8: You know, when you know you're a minion.
7: When was the last time the Queen uh, curtsied in front of you? Never. Never. Yeah, if you met her, you'd be, I'd be down. In a yeah, way. I'd be down. What?
8: Yeah, I'd be down there. And then back up again
7: quite quickly. Down where? Bob. I'd Bob. Oh, with the curtsy? Mm-hmm.
8: Would you do a full bow from the waist or just the head? Because the people who think they're cool will no, just do, do the head. wow. Like a, I'm, all right?
7: I'd put my arms behind me and in front of me.
8: Oh, like a theatrical bow. <laughs>
7: You'd be wearing a hat as well. Wearing a top hat. Meeting the Queen. I'm meeting the Queen.
8: So we can do that one. Yep. What else are we doing? I can't remember.
7: It's quite an ill-thought-out show this morning, isn't it? Really ill-conceived. Yeah.
8: Should we do the status quo show? Whatever you want.
0: You're fired. Oh wait, four, five, nine, four, double five five double five. Travel news for beds, cards, and bugs.
11: BBC Three Counties Radio. In Dunstable, the A5's looking very heavy at the moment on the speed sensors between Dunstable and Lynch Hill. The A1M, very heavy moving just around Junction 7 for Stevenage at the moment. And the M1 heading towards London's looking slow between Junction 9 at Redbourne and Junction 7 for Hemel-Hempstead. And take a look at the M25 heading anti-clockwise, So far rather heavy between Junction 21 on the M1 and Junction 20 for Kings Langley. Also looking quite heavy as well on the sensors between Junction 17 at Maple Cross and Junction 16 for the m M40 in Bricketwood, very slow on the North orbital Road. Just a junction 21A for the M25, and on camera in Borehamwood, the Barnet bypass. That's looking rather slow moving between Sterling Corner and Mill Hill Circus. Checking on the departure boards for the trains across the three counties. Everything's running well so far this morning. No reported problems or delays. Nicola Richards, BBC Three Counties Radio.
7: Nicola, yeah. I um, put my neck and my back out yesterday by r- removing the hood from my hoodie. Uh, have you ever injured really? yourself with clothes? I have with a
11: um, turtleneck top. Very painful. Tell to us. My but, uh,
7: we'll talk to you in uh, 15 minutes. We'll find out exactly what happened with her turtleneck.
0: Exciting stuff, huh?
4: Local and vocal across beds, hearts and bucks.
0: This is BBC Three Counties Radio.
1: It's seven o'clock. I'm Simon Oxley. The headlines, new strategy to tackle gangs in Luton. Cameron Clegg and Miliband campaigning in Scotland and two more charged in Aylesbury child sex investigation.
4: BBC Three Counties Radio.
1: A new strategy to tackle gangs in Luton has been drawn up. Now the Borough Council want the public's view on whether the proposals are the right way forward. More from Tony Fisher. Since the murder of 19-year-old Delaney Brown two years ago, Luton has experienced an increasing number of firearm offences. Now the Community Safety Partnership, which includes the police, fire service and the council, has come up with a way of deterring gang-related crime. Among other things, they want to work with schools and plan to increase police activity where gangs operate. David Cameron has told Scottish voters that he desperately wants them to stay within the United Kingdom. Today, the Prime Minister, his deputy Nick Clegg and the Labour leader Ed Miller are all campaigning in Scotland with just over a week until the independence referendum.
7: There's a lot that the political leaders disagree about,
5: but there's one thing we all agree about passionately and that is that our united kingdom is better off if we stay together. We'll all have our own ways separately of talking about why we're better together, but one thing I'm sure we'll all say is that
13: it's a matter for people in Scotland to decide but we want you to stay.
1: Two more men will appear before Milton Keynes' magistrates this morning charged with sexual offences against a child as part of an investigation in Aylesbury. Faisal Iqbal from Aylesbury and Hamahan Nagpal from Middlesex were charged yesterday. Eight other men appeared in court last week. Meanwhile, two men from Chesham have been convicted of sexual offences against children. 32-year-old Lee Wakelin and 21-year-old Arslan Khan who yesterday found guilty of inciting a child into prostitution and trafficking within the UK. It relates to offences carried out in Chesham and Watford against two 15-year-old girls in January 2012. The men will be sentenced next month. Residents living next to the Luton to Dunstable guided busway say the noise from the track since it was opened almost a year ago is getting worse. Luton Borough Council installed microphones in people's gardens to monitor the sound and say they're disappointed that noise levels haven't been reduced. This resident says the council's efforts haven't tackled the problem.
2: No different. The tile that they put on there hasn't worked. And it was a shoddy job and it's a waste of money. They still thump
1: and I think it's got louder. A study suggests that people with dementia and their families face care costs that are equivalent to more than £20,000 a year. The research carried out by the London School of Economics and King's College London has been published by the Alzheimer's Society. In sport, Gareth Bale scored both goals as Wales won their Euro 2016 qualifier in Andorra 2-1. The Real Madrid star scored in each half after the home side had taken an early lead. The weather, early mist and fog, and then another dry and bright Day maximum temperature twenty degrees Celsius, and you can get the latest news and sport online at bbc.co.uk/slash-three-counties.
4: BBC Three Counties Radio's big tour of beds, hearts
20: and bucks. You
17: get smiles
20: along the high street. Rosebury people on the whole are very friendly.
3: Exploring where you live from where I live, you can. Look out, there's just greenfields all the way down the bottom. All this week, we're discovering Princes Risborough.
14: It's got a great sense of community, and the spirit here is fantastic.
4: The big tour of beds, hearts, and bucks. BBC Three Counties Radio.
7: Yes, feeling it, feeling it. Not feeling it now. I can continue. Morning, this is Ian Lee, BBC Three Counties Radio. Busy show this morning. Gang plan in Luton. Bum, bum, bum watch. Should we let Scotland have the Queen? I say nay, nee, laddie. Thank you. Sorry, we're
8: discussing what goes up on Facebook. Oh, maybe that one.
7: Put that one up there. Yeah, put that one up. Also, when clothes attack. Yes, I've we've got a text on that. I've well, all right. Calm down, love. Let me set up, and then we'll come to you. Okay, go yeah? on, go is that, on. Is that right? Go on. I've seriously injured my neck. Ta- just just taking the hood off yesterday. My hoodie. I was playing. Uh, we've heard that Nicola on travel has. Uh, we don't know what injury she's done to herself with the turtleneck. We'll find out. Oh eight four five nine four double five.
0: 555.
7: Five. Across beds, hearts, and bucks.
0: This is yeah. BC Three Counties Radio. You can,
13: uh...
7: You can text as well. Eight one three double three. Start your text. Three CR. Don't know why you bother.
8: Ben in Bucks has. I'm ben glad in box. he has bothered. Hey. He was in a pub toilet going well, to the toilet while <laughs> talking to a mate, and oh, when he zipped up, no. he did that uh, Frank and Beans thing.
7: Oh man, alive. Now
8: he says he's very careful.
7: I I've done that before, and it is it, it, it's painful. And what's what's m- more painful is you know you have to go back the other way. You you have to unzip um, the grip.
8: Which is why Saint Michael invented underwear. <sighs>
7: yeah but still, boys. but still i mean it's it 's not perfect, no system is perfect we 've all been there, and I, I this is why I have to warn my cause my boys they just whack that zip up yeah i 'm going to say, lads, listen, just just take from an expert, take your time, no rush.
8: I rush there, guys. Maff in wants to talk about the Scottish debate. Oh, yeah. You can get English whiskey, and I'm sure the superb butcher in Hanslope could knock up a great hav- haggis. Just need to find the iron brew replacement, and bye-bye, Scotland. Tizer. As Scotland isn't in the EU, when do all the Scots have to go home, says Maff. Flying <gasps> Maff.
7: Man. Yeah, OK. I'm, uh, I'm quite happy to s- say goodbye to Scotland. It was nice while it lasted. ta
8: Do they get to keep the Queen? At the moment, that's the way it is. How do you feel about
7: that? It's, um, it's like uh, when you split up with a girlfriend and you're arguing over CDs, except we're arguing over the monarch. Or the kitten. I kept the cat. That's the main thing. They can have their Proclaimers CDs, we'll have the Queen. Simple as. 08459 555 Now... A new strategy to tackle gang culture in Luton has been drawn up by the Borough Council and it's seeking residents' views on it. Over the last few years, gun crime has been a persistent problem, with many of the people involved turning out to be teenagers from Marsh Farm and Lucy Farm areas of the town. Well, in a moment, we'll hear from David Paget, who is the divisional manager for Victim Support, covering Bedfordshire and Cambridgeshire. But first, let's speak to Professor John Pitts from the University of Bedfordshire, who specialises in youth crime and gang culture. Uh, good morning, John. You've read this strategy. What do you make of it?
18: Well, I think it's <clears throat> I think it's, it's coherent. I think it's useful, and I I think. Luton Community Safety Partnership are in a good position because um, they're drawing upon a lot of work that's been done over the last decade in other places. So I think they're in a very good position to put together what they describe as an an evidence-based response.
7: It's put together by various different organisations, the police, the council, uh, the fire service, uh, I think. What are the benefits of having a multi-agency approach like this?
18: Well, I think most of the research says, that's research from Europe, the United States, South America says, effective strategies for, for for gang crime involve both enforcement enforcement by the police and social and educational interventions and, and, and Certainly some of the ones that we 've been involved in evaluating are interesting in that um, uh, the police working alongside youth workers community workers will effectively say to young people, look, if you persist, we're, we're going to get you, you're going to go away. However, if you, if you decide to go on this educational program, this this, uh, this family work program, then we will, you know, then uh, desist from gang crime, then we will support you. And that seems to be, most of the research says that kind of response, it's the kind of, you know, it's a two-hander Either this or that seems to work best with young people involved in gangs.
7: Is this going to work, hmm. John? Because I, I would have thought that the, um, uh, uh, the, the the people who this is aimed at will be laughing and sticking up two fingers to authority anyway. And, and if they hear of uh, a, a pursue, prevent, protect and prepare operation, as this is kind of, sort of subtitled... They're not going to take any interest, are they?
18: Um, I mean, the, the, one, of the, one of the better models on, on which Luton is drawing, uh, and certainly we were, we were at a conference where, where, with, with the partners in Luton where we, we talked about this for a day, um, is the Manchester model in which you have uh, the Excalibur team, um, which has five officers out on the street in gang-affected neighbourhoods 24 hours a day, meeting kids who are at it if they're under 18, taking them back home issuing a notice of concern to their parents uh, you have another team that's simply focusing on taking drugs and guns out of the equation and then you have a lot of very uh, sustained interventions with the younger siblings of gang-involved young people and I think it's the, it's the intensity of the program, the fact that uh, for these young people, wherever they look somebody is popping up and saying we know you 're at it, uh, and also of course, um, one of the big things that works in these programs is when some of the key figures who are often kind of icons in the local uh, the local area are taken out by the police uh, are arrested
7: is is um part of this young boys, young men looking for strong male role models that perhaps they 're lacking at home
18: well i I think that 's part of it, but i I think one of the big things that the, the we've discovered, and and certainly most of the other research says, is if you grow up in a neighbourhood where there are relatively few legitimate opportunities, where incomes are low, uh, people are scrabbling around for money, but there's this thriving illicit economy where if you've got a BMX bike and you're you're, you're reasonably nifty, you can make 200, 300 quid a day, you can understand why um, young people are drawn into it. And I think sometimes, certainly I've interviewed young people and when I said, well, what are you doing with the money? Um, one of them said to me relatively recently, well, I had to buy my younger brother his school uniform. Oh, so I, I think, yes, I think you know, the, a lot of it is hedonistic. A lot of it is is plain stupid. But some of it is driven by poverty.
7: John, uh, thanks very much for your time this morning, Professor John Pitts. Joined now by David Paget, divisional manager for Victim Support, covering Bedfordshire and Cambridgeshire. Uh, what are your experiences, David, of the way that gung, uh, gang culture affects people? Ooh, blimey, how long have we got, to,
15: Ian? <laughs> it's um, it, it, it's. Victims of this kind of a, a, a offence aren't aren't necessarily unique. Um, victims will respond to uh, different offences in a whole number of ways, and the same offence in, in different ways. Um, <clears throat> it's one of those things that uh, affects a, a wider community far more than um, sort of individual offences, like say an assault or a robbery, a theft of some description. You- it leaves, sorry, it, it just leaves people feeling uh, a lot less safe. Uh, um, out and about because of uh, groups of people, whether they're young people or not, um, you know controlling geographical areas of town or, or even just part of a street
7: What help can you, what practical help can you offer people who do get caught up in, in, in the gang culture?
15: Oh, well it, it's varied and, and the support we give is, is tailored to the needs of the people which, which as I said could be very different but it's about um, Um, normalising is the wrong word, but getting people to um, understand that the way they react to this kind of event um, is not unique to them. It's it's shared by an awful lot of people um, uh, and that it's just a natural process that people can go through. Uh, and, and the support is designed to help people make uh, to start taking control back of their lives it 's re empowering them to to make decisions and and essentially what we 're doing is is giving people options and helping them make decisions about what they want to do to address the needs that they have as a result of being committed offended against by, by an offender mm.
7: Uh, and it must be particularly terrifying for you, you know if if there is a gang in your street or on your estate, you, you know that that must um, put a lot of pressure on people who live there.
15: Uh, absolutely, um, you know people will say to you that um, you know they're frightened of going out; they won't go out after dark, or, or or they're not even allowed to go out. You know they, that some of these gangs have can have enormous influence on on you know wide parts of the community if not the whole community or specific individuals and people feel their lives have been controlled that they have no decision-making process whatsoever
7: are you confident david that the local authorities gang culture strategy will reduce the
15: number of of, of victims um I, i'm not an expert in it and but it was interesting to hear your your previous speaker um saying he thought um you know, it was based on, on something that has worked um, and ha- appeared to have some confidence in it. And, and I, don't, I have no uh, reason to suspect it, it won't work. Um, the multi-agency approach is very effective, lots of eyes and ears, not just for intelligence and catching people, but also being able to offer support to people. And there are a whole range of people who, who, who belong to gangs. You know, you've got people who are members by association and dismantling that, that kind of structure. Um, over a period of time, um, hopefully, will have an effect. But it's Im- it's important to get the the, the local communities involved. Mm. They need to have a say. People need, um, you know, victims or potential victims need to have confidence in statutory services that they're doing something about it. It's proactive, and, and, but they're involved. They need to have a voice in it.
7: David, I appreciate your time this morning. Thank you, David Paget, divisional manager for Victim Support, covering Bedfordshire and Cambridgeshire. And the other voice that we heard there uh, was Professor John Pitts, uh, who from the University of Bedfordshire, who specialises in youth crime and gang culture. You want to have your say on that, or Scottish Independence, or the Queen, or? The fact that the royals are better than you. You know they are. Or injuries involving clothes. When have clothes attacked? Mm-hmm. Is that what we're calling it?
8: When clothes attack, call me now. That's uh, the trademark thing I've put
7: through. I'm not really a trademark, mate. You're just saying some words. It's
8: registered. <laughs>
0: Travel news for beds, cards, and bugs.
4: BBC Three Counties Radio.
11: The A1M heading southbound, rather heavy on the speed sensors, just at junction 7 of Stevenage. And in Dunstable, the A5's looking rather heavy moving, heading southbound between Dunstable Road and Lynch Hill. And the M1 heading towards London, looking heavy between junction 9 at Redbourne and junction 7 for Hemel Hempstead. And the M25 heading anti clockwise, very slow moving between junction 21A for St Albans and junction 20 for King's Langley. Also queuing on the M25 anti clockwise between 17 at Maple Cross and Junction 16, the M40. So far, there's no reported problems to the trains across three counties. Nicola Richards, BBC Three Counties Radio. So,
7: Nicola, there, you've got a turtleneck uh, sweater and an injury. What happened?
11: Um, well, I, I was staying at a friend's and she let me borrow it as something to sleep in, which yeah. was random in the first place. What? And Yeah. And I got my head stuck in the the turtleneck bit for about five minutes and she had to come and
7: rescue me. Hang on a minute, does she live in a hole outside? (laughs) Why would you need to wear a a jumper like that? It was all she had
11: for me to sleep in, you see.
7: And you got stuck in the turtleneck.
11: It was was quite terrifying, to be honest. I couldn't get out. She had to pull it off.
7: Well then, Nicola, that that sounds like an exciting evening for everybody concerned. Thank you very much indeed. 7.16, it's Wednesday the 10th of September. I'm Ian Lee. These are your headlines on BBC Three Counties Radio. A new strategy to tackle gangs in Luton has been drawn up by a community partnership, including the police and the council. David Cameron, Nick Clegg and Ed Miliband are campaigning in Scotland today against independence. And residents living next to the Luton to Dunstable guided busway say the noise from the track is getting worse.
4: BBC Three Counties Radio.
6: Imagine cycling 127.9 miles. Now imagine cycling that without a break. On Friday, the Tour of Britain comes to the Three Counties and we're with it every step of the way. From midday, I'll be live from Princess Risborough as it passes through. And from three, I'll be at Hemel as the riders cross the finish line after a gruelling day. The Tour of Britain, Friday from midday. Here on BBC Three Counties Radio.
4: 459
0: 455 555. BBC Three Counties Radio. So, Catherine, I hadn't read the front page of The Sun properly.
8: Why not? Ah. You should be more careful.
7: So, this is what they're, they're asking the audience. It's fifty fifty. Now it comes call to phone a McFriend. So, <gasps> the English, Welsh and Northern Irish today are today urged to call any Scottish friends and family... And persuade them to vote no.
8: So hang on a minute, hang on a minute. Do you mean that you have failed? <laughs> now you're using us as honey traps.
7: <laughs> I, and I do have Scottish family, I've, I have a significant portion of Scottish family. Uh, hello, uh, Aunt Clara. I know we've not spoken um, since my dad's funeral last year. I was just wondering which way are you thinking of voting? Nah, you should vote no. This yeah. is
8: going to divide families, isn't it? Yeah, this is if going to You be awful. realise that's the only reason someone's ringing you.
7: Yeah, just vote and see how you are. And by the way, can you vote no, please? That's crazy. I'm tempted to. And also, yesterday they were flown. Uh, I can't remember the name of it, but uh, the, the Scottish flag was being flown outside the British Parliament and other places, right? The Soltaire. That's the fella. Uh, well, surely that would imply that the Scots were then going, yeah, thanks for doing that, guys. We win. Yeah. It's a weird thing to do, isn't it? They were it? flying it here. Yeah,
8: yeah, yeah. So now th- they own us. <laughs> Something. I think that's the rule, isn't it? I
7: think that's the rule. Pat's in Houghton Regis on this. Morning, Pat. Good morning, Ian. What have you got for us?
15: Well, I just feel like a very little Englander in this big country. I mean, everything's been thrown at the Scots. Yeah. There's no reference back to the English, what they would like out of this. There's no equality there. And the worst thing about it all is if they vote yes in Scotland... They actually come out of the EU, which is fantastic
6: if it happened here. Yeah, but no, but they, they want they
7: want to dive straight back into the EU though.
15: They can't because it's going to take about 18 months for the, to dive in and then the people of Scotland might say, hang on a minute, we're doing all right on our well, own, we don't need
7: them. Well, there, there are two schools of thought on that. One is that it might take 18 months, another is that it could be done really quickly because uh, or, 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 the, the territory is already part of, of the EU. Anyway, that gets a little bit complicated. I'm agreeing with, with part of what you're saying, Pat, and that's never happened before. I do think it's disappointing that Gordon Brown has, w- has waded in and now they're chucking all of these kind of privileges and special rights and a free blanket and uh, all of these these things to Scotland, desperately trying to hold on to them It's wrong, I mean they're ignoring the
15: majority of people in this country, they're not even bothered about what happens in England, we know that because they don't give us half the benefits that Scotland get, how about turning around from Scotland coming back to England and offering the English people or people living in England same or more than Scotland as we pay more
7: Pat, I'm a little bit speechless. I'm, I'm agreeing with half of what you're saying. See, you're, you're getting
15: better as a presenter, <laughs> that's what it is.
7: Can we make sure this never happens again, please? No, no, I want to
3: continue this. It's quite good. <laughs>
7: Pat, thank you very much indeed. Oh, dear, I'm getting old. Never, I never agree with what Pat says. He normally spouts rubbish. Pat one. <laughs> Pat one. Ian, nil. Thank you, Pat. Oh, 08459 four double five five double five. Now, people living next to the Luton to Dunstable guided busway say the noise it's making is... But it's getting worse. The Borough Council has been working to solve the issue since the end of last year. Its response to the continued complaints? Very disappointing. We're continuing to take further advice. Well, we sent our reporter
2: Justin Dealey out to speak to some of those affected by the problem. Um, No different. The tile that they put on there hasn't worked and it was a shoddy job and it's a waste of money. They still thump and I think it's got louder.
17: It's just as bad... And my granddaughter stayed a few months ago to look after my cat while I went away, and she went home after two nights. She couldn't stand it, because it woke her up at 20 to 6. It's more in the front of the bungalow. It's a, it's a whooshing noise out in the garden, but indoors, it's sort of boom, 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 bum.
13: Jan, you're living with this day in, day out. Um, the improvements, w- which hopefully were going to solve some of this, you had a microphone in your back garden to, to pick up the noise, to pick up the vibrations. Have these improvements made any difference to your life whatsoever?
10: No, none whatsoever. It's, it's no different at all. It, it actually sounds like somebody running up the stairs. Um, it's very invasive and, no, it hasn't made any difference at all.
13: The council, what would you like to say to them this morning?
10: I would like to say to them that we we haven't been complaining about there being a busway built behind us because we, had, we did know seven years ago that that, that may happen. Although we weren't sure that it was going to be that. But what we didn't know was that it was going to thump, thump, thump constantly all day long. And I'd like to say to them that somebody of importance from the council should come down and listen to it themselves so they know what we're going through. They, They have actually built this behind our property and we're just having to live with it.
7: Just in speaking to some of the residents, uh, joined by Andrew Salu, the Conservative MP for Bedfordshire South West. It's one of those things, isn't it, Andrew, that uh, it, it, it sounds quite trivial. But when you have to live with that noise and when it's pe- waking people up really early and they're not getting sleep and they're feeling depressed because of it, it's actually quite important and serious, isn't it?
21: Um, ab- absolutely. It's certainly not trivial for, for the residents concerned. Um, the busway is really, really close to their properties on, on this section of of the track, and it just should be possible for the busway to run quietly uh, w- without making this noise.
7: The council says it's been working on this since de- uh, December uh, and still hasn't found a solution. Is there any hope?
21: Yes, th- there is some hope, and actually it's partly due t- to you and your programme, Ian. I'm um, happy to be able to tell you, Gosh. because um, I've got a letter from um, Lucian Borough Council uh, to me, uh, dated the 18th of August. And they are obviously disappointed that the earlier trial of them um, filling the gaps between the busway beams didn't work. But as a result of um, the um, media exposure on, on your programme and elsewhere, um, they wrote to told me that uh, a local consultant specialising in acoustics has offered to provide the council with further advice on possible solutions. So um, they have sent, Lutonborough Council have sent all um, the reports um, by the previous consultants um, on the work they did um, to these new local consultants. doesn't say who they are, but they specialize in acoustics. And they are looking for a further solution because what we really want, need to do is just to make sure that it runs quietly.
7: Do, do they give any? And that's fantastic. They've done that. I wish they would have come on the show this morning and told us that. Mm-hmm. That would have would have been wonderful. But that's great news. Do they give any uh, kind of time frame for this? Um,
21: they during September we will then review the way forward. So I would take that as being the thirtieth of September. You know to decide if they're going to engage this consultant. Um, so I will be following that up very promptly with them. Um, on the first of October,
7: it's the anniversary of the busway. Uh, very, very soon, in a, a week or two, uh, uh, mm. I, I think. It's a sh- I mean, cause I think it's a great idea. It's, it's a shame that a year on, we're still hearing from residents
21: who, who are at their wits' end. Well, we're a great engineering nation, aren't we? We're a country of Isambard uh, Brun- uh, Kingdom Brunel and other many other great engineers. You know, you'd think we'd be able to get a busway to run without making a something noise, wouldn't
7: you? You would. <laughs> when you put it like that. You imagine you would. Well, Andrew, listen, I really appreciate your time. I know you've kind of taken this uh, this under your wing, and you're, you're particularly keen that it's resolved. So thanks very much for, for that. And, um, well, let's maybe speak at the end of the month and see where we are.
21: Uh, we'll certainly do that.
7: Andrew, thank you very much indeed. Andrew Salou, Conservative MP for Bedfordshire Southwest. I like him. Shall I tell you why? Yes, because he, he says he'll look into something, and do you know what he does? He then goes and looks into it. And then he comes back and tells us. And I think you've got to respect that. And he, he does take this story very, very seriously. Borough Council. I wish they'd come on and said that to us. Ah, dear. Never mind. Fingers crossed. Let's see where we get. There, there could be light at the end of the busway yet. 08459 four double five five double five. April's in Luton. Good morning, April. Good morning. How what are you? The, oh, I've got a stiff neck and I've got a headache. And I'm feeling a little bit anxious. Apart from that, I'm on top of the world. Oh, you could always let Catherine take over. Sorry.
8: You could always let Catherine take over. Good idea.
7: No. What? Why would you I have do- a little lay down? Lie down. Why would I do that? Because she's just as professional.
8: <laughs> oh, that's not saying much, though, is it, really, April?
7: <laughs> I tell you what, then. I tell you what, then. I'll shut up. Let's let's hear how professional she is.
8: Morning, April. How are you doing? Good morning. How are you? Good. Thanks. What did you want to say? Uh, you were talking this morning about. Um, choice of sex for children, and oh, you're yeah. saying Justin would most likely have girls. He deserves girls, right, because he's such a player, or he thinks he is.
20: Yeah, so my dad was a player. Oh, really?
8: He had five girls in the end.
20: He's got two, You he here two ex-wives, numerous ex-girlfriends, all of his dogs ended up being female, all of his cats female, even his oh, female, female. And, um... In the end, when, after he died, we booked
8: him a female minister.
3: <laughs> well, I think it's disgusting.
8: Ian, if you're going to join in, join in. Don't use, d- don't use Dave. Have you heard this? It's ridiculous. Hell. mess. Yeah, rude. it's a hell mess. It is a hell,
3: hell mess. My. We're
8: trying to have a conversation here. Would you mind? Butt out. Right, The so- difficult part was at the funeral, keeping
20: all of the ex girlfriends and, and ex wives separate. Wow.
8: It sounds like a soap opera. Yeah, I don't watch soap operas. There's no point. You live interest- Yeah. So, so when did it come about that he had this t- tangled love life? Did you always know? Yeah, you know, there are some people you meet in life that you think you're a player. Mm-hmm. and
20: My dad was one of them. So what was he me. like?
8: Was he a twinkler?
20: Yeah. Um. He always always made girls swoon. The, the most embarrassing point for me was when I was about 32 and his current girlfriend came to ask permission to be his girlfriend because she was actually 31.
3: Well, I think it's disgusting.
20: Yeah, I did at the time too. Hell.
3: Mess. shocking. I like to peas.
7: <laughs> really professional, Catherine.
8: Well, it would have been if you hadn't keep... Kept interjecting.
7: I, 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 well, that sounds like what her dad was doing. <laughs> uh, <laughs> April, thank you very much for your call. Thank you very much indeed. The Are
8: ladies we... love a twinkler, don't they?
7: A tw- I don't know what you mean by a twinkler. Well,
8: it, for me, it's someone who's not necessarily that good-looking, right? But they know how to turn. They know how to turn it on. Yep, They've yep, got yep, a twinkle yep. in their eye, yep. slightly devilish. It's yep. kind of irresistible. Yep, well... You know they're dangerous. But you, you know still you want to shouldn't. go there. You kind of do, because they make you feel special.
0: 08459 oh, five, 455 double, 555. Double, twinklers, ahoy! Travel news for beds, hearts and bugs.
4: BBC Three Counties
11: Radio the A1M heading southbound very slow moving between Junction 9 at Letchworth and Junction 7 of Stevenage the M25 anti-clockwise very slow on the speed sensors at the moment between Junction 21A for St Albans and Junction 20 for Kings Langley in Kings Langley the A41 that's looking rather heavy uh, between the Hempstead turn off and Junction 20 for the M25 the M1 heading southbound there's two lanes closed at the moment that's just a Junction 2 for Watford Way following an accident that's happened there so far on the train Everything's running well and to time. Nicola Richards, BBC Three Counties
7: Radio. Nicola, thank you very much. Coming up, we'll take your calls on clothes injuries. Uh, If you want to talk about twinklers, you're more than welcome to. And also, the royals, they're so much better than you, aren't they? They're certainly better than you, Catherine. They are not. Uh, What? Across beds,
0: hearts and bugs.
4: This is BBC Three Counties Radio.
1: It's 7.30, I'm Simon Oxley. A new strategy to tackle gangs in Luton has been drawn up by a community partnership, including the police and the council. David Cameron, Nick Clegg and Ed Miliband are campaigning in Scotland today against independence. Two more men will appear before Milton Keynes magistrates this morning, charged with sexual offences against a child as part of an investigation in Aylesbury. And residents living next to the Luton-to-Dunstable guided busway said the noise from the track is getting worse. Three Counties Sports,
4: BBC Three Counties Radio.
1: Gareth Bale scored both goals as Wales won their Euro 2016 qualifier in Andorra 2-1. The Real Madrid star scored in each half after the home side had taken an early lead.
18: It was obviously a, a disappointing to, to concede a penalty, but yeah, it was massively important to get to get an equaliser straight away. And uh, we had massive possession of the ball. The They obviously made it difficult, which is what they're going to do to to every team. But we showed our our class. We kept passing the ball as well as we could on on such a bad pitch and, uh, yeah, showed showed our class in the end.
1: Elsewhere, Watford striker Matej Vidra was a second-half sub as the Czech Republic beat Holland 2-1. Watford have sold their allocation of tickets for the away match at Charlton on Saturday. 3,000 Hornets fans will watch new manager Oscar Garcia's first match in charge. Midfielder Jim Stevenson scored a hat-trick as Luton's development team beat Bournemouth 5-0 at Kenilworth Road yesterday. Ross Lafayette was also on target, but striker Alex Wall was sent off. Jonathan Smith played 90 minutes as he continues his return from a broken leg. In non-league football last night in Conference South, Hemel Hempstead lost 2-0 at Haventon Waterlooville. Bishop Stortford drew 3 all at Concord Rangers. In the Southern League Premier Division, Hitchin won 1-0 at Chesham. Biggleswade beat Burnham 1-0. Dunstable beat Arlesey 5-1. And the Italian rider, Eduardo Zardini, leads the Tour of Britain cycle race after winning yesterday's third stage in Wales. Defending champion Sir Bradley Wiggins was fifth. Today's stage is from Worcester to Bristol. BBC Three Counties News and Sports. The next full bulletin is at 8.
4: Call 08459 455 555.
1: BBC
0: Three Counties Radio.
7: Four five nine four 555 coming up uh, clothes injuries when clothes attack uh, Scotland should we let them have the Queen I don't think so uh, and other bits and pieces but during the news Catherine and I were just talking about a film that we've both seen oh, recently yeah uh, young at heart yeah I, I saw it years ago and then I got it I saw it like like twenty seven on Amazon I thought oh, I'll have that I remember that being quite good man of life it's a million times better than I thought and it had me in floods of tears it's a
8: documentary about an, an, a, qu- a choir made up of pensioners
7: they're all in and they're like in their seventies and eighties, these are old people. You're yeah, talking
8: frail people. Although one of them, by his own admission, is a sex machine.
7: But uh, but they don't. They're not singing. They're singing like James Brown. Talk James Brown. Talking Heads. Yeah. Uh, um, uh, the Clash. Oh, they do. Should I stay or should I go? Shouldn't I know, they? Yeah. Which is brilliant.
8: They're just great, and they go and do. They do tours. They do a tour of, um, of various places, including a prison at one point. And that was the bit that got me actually. Yeah. they were singing to these hardened oh. criminals. And they turned into babies, didn't they? The
7: criminals just sat in the grass sobbing. (laughs) And then they're going up going, that's the best thing I've ever seen, man really touched my soul so good uh, they've played in Britain a couple of times but they do it I, I, I've missed them I think they've played in Manchester twice and I've missed them and if they ever come to London and what makes it so powerful is that, that they keep dying well, some you know. of
8: them are really ill you've got one on a mobility scooter oh. one hooked up to the oxygen he's got a brilliant voice though despite that
7: he's he's great the big fella and the fella that, the fella that dies and he misses a couple of rehearsals because he's, he's been in hospital and, there oh.
8: was a bit with um, the three of them in the back of, there's two in the back of the car and an 80 odd your old ex ex, um, military pilot World War II pilot driving the car do you know it reminded me of me, you and Scoines
7: (laughs) (laughs) that old woman's a goer though I'll give you anything you want my darling I know
8: but then at the end it faded to black and you realised that she'd gone as well Yeah, that was me.
7: Such a good film, and what's so good about it is you think it's going to be oh, isn't this funny? It's not. They take it. The the, the fellow making the film does it completely straight. There is no tongue in cheek, and it's it's just beautiful. You
8: kind of realise that this these performances give them a reason to carry on, and they see each other. They form really really close and strong friendships. It's just wonderful. And when they're singing, they suddenly become you know I'm not going to say 25 again, but 50.
7: Yeah. I like the old, um, old violinist. I like the band as well. The old violinist and the old fella on the drums. <laughs> on the drum. He's got a drum.
8: So good. If you get a chance to have a watch.
7: Young at heart. It's, it's literally one pounds twenty six on Amazon. I think it's probably on Netflix now as well and stuff like that.
8: I watched it with my two-year-old. Oh. And um, at one point, one of them turns like 76, 86 or something. And she said to me, I wonder what he's going to have with his cake. Cause she's very into cakes at the moment. Of she, she is. knows, you know, yeah. what you like is what you have at your birthday cake. I said, oh. yeah. what do you think old men like? like this I said oh women she went no to be loved oh I had to turn away I had something in my eye
6: I think I've got
7: something in my eye I think I've got something in my eye now
8: how did you get to be so famous?
7: Uh, it's a long story. Maybe one day I'll, I'll tell you. It's a shocking tale. Oh eight let Let's just say the Carson Couch was alive and well back in the late 90s. Oh, eight, four, five nine four double five five double five, five. The Royals are better than you. They're certainly better than me. They're definitely better than you, Justin. Absolutely. 100% uh, no argument here. Boss. We brought this up yesterday. and mm. Very rarely do I carry something over. But I've been thinking about it a lot. I got quite a bit of abuse on Twitter for this yeah. yesterday we had two people
13: phone in and agree with me the royals are better than us. Well sadly in some people just can't admit the truth they can't see it can they? Well you deal in fact not fiction. Absolutely of course the royal family are better than me it's a no brainer they're better than you well, they're better than Catherine they're better than absolutely everybody because they are the royal family I don't see what the issue is. Justin, you've been speaking to people about this. Yeah. What have they had to say? Um, Some people, happy to admit it. Some people, well, couldn't really see it. Um, I've taken it to the streets, Ian. Here's what happened. James, the royal family. They're better than you, aren't they? Come on. And they're better than me. They're better, aren't they? Full stop. Uh, It depends on how you look at it. It depends if you have the superior ideology or that just people are people uh, put in certain different situations interesting theory but the royal family they are better aren't they come on look at us two they wear better trainers than us although we're street they wear better trainers they wear better cardigans they wear better jackets better haircuts they're better aren't they Um, again it's how you look at it I'm quite happy with my beaten up trainers and going to work at night to support my family are they better yes or no again it depends how you see it yes or no how you see it? Yes or no. How you see it? Yes or no. How you see it? Yes or no. How you see it? Come on, last time, yes or no. How you see it? <laughs> Nissen, how are you today, sir? Yeah, I'm fine, thank you. If you hear a whisper, give us a shout. The royal family, they're better than you, aren't they? Yes, yes. Y- you were straight in there with a yes. Why do you think the royal family are better than you? They're ten times better than me. They've got money, they've got reputation, they've got everything. So, And anybody listening to this right now who says... The Royal Family aren't better than me. They're living in a fantasy world, aren't they? Because they are better than them. It's obvious. Yeah, it's obvious, yeah, yeah, yeah. So I put it to you, the Royal Family, streets ahead of us two. They're better, aren't they? Oh dunno. Jim Royal doesn't look that good. Sandra, I'm from Ian Lee Show. Um I put it to you that the royal family are better than us. Do you go along with that?
22: Uh, nice, but better.
2: I don't think so no. Oh, you don't think so? Why? Well, for a simple reason. Why should they be better than me? Don't forget, we keep them.
13: Look at me this morning. I'm wearing my streetwise trainers. Do you like those, by the way? Yeah, not bad, actually. Okay, thank you very much. I'm wearing jeans. I'm wearing a Cardi. These clothes, in reality, are cheap. I'll be getting into my, in reality, cheap car, going home to my cheap flat to pay my bills and, and struggle to pay my bills, they're better than me, they're better than you. Well, we should just admit that, shouldn't we? No, never. I don't ever consider anyone to be better than me. It's the honest truth. Well, the, the, the Queen is, yeah, exactly. There's, there's his problem, unbelievable. How can you stand there and say the Queen is not better than me. How can you say that? You should be arrested. And I I think that's partly the problem. This is why we were so
7: successful in the 70s and the 80s, because we knew our place. Mm. Don't know our place anymore.
13: Yeah, all this kind of, well, we're equal. No, we're not. Um, I've taken it to the streets. Some people in denial there, but uh, Nissen straight in there saying, yes, absolutely, the royal family ten times better than me. Justin, we've got
7: a caller who wants to talk about Hitler, but I'm sure they'll have a view on royalty being better than us. Uh, Andrew's in Bedford. Morning, Andrew. Good morning, Ian. What what do you think about what Justin's been saying?
14: Total load of rubbish. Why? Well, they're not better. They've just got A lot of money, but they're they're just living off uh, people, I mean... uh, Exactly, they're better. No, they're not better. That doesn't make you better. Money doesn't make you better.
13: Come on, Andrew. If I walk down to the local Tesco's with you, you live in Bedford, don't you? So if I walk down the local supermarket... Oh, that's in Bedford. Okay. well, what supermarket have you got in Bedford? What have have you got? got? Tesco, Sainsbury's. I've got a Tesco, right. Okay. So. Orson's, Aldi, Asda... Andrew, Andrew. Liberal. If you took me down the local supermarket. Nobody would know who I was. You might get the odd person. If you walked in there with Harry, for example, people would be all around you. That's because we look up to the royal family. People absolutely love them, and they love them because they are better than us. We look up
14: there. That's yeah, exactly where they are. We're down brainwashed. here.
13: Brainwashed?
14: Yeah, I mean, you look at it. Um, you, this recent thing, I mean, uh, when I 60th anniversary. Now, David Cameron the Prime Minister, he got up in the House of Commons and said that she'd never put a foot wrong. Well, Ian... Ian put, told a lie to that yesterday by saying when Princess Diana died, she mm-hmm. didn't read the mood of the nation. Right. She put a massive foot wrong and she had to be told by the Prime Minister at the time who was the newly uh, elected Tony Blair mm-hmm. to address the nation. That was a massive faux pas but because you, we rewrite the history in favour of the royals that was all glossed over. I mean, as even Ian said there was crowds outside. He went down he had a mooch outside Buckingham Palace, and the mood was was not celebratory when she arrived there. Was it normally be you know fifth raven and and That they were they were really annoyed with her to put Is it mildly. Is that the and only some...
13: thing you've got to suggest that the royal family are not better than us? That's the only thing.
14: they better. In. That's the only thing you've got. No, not better, Justin, They've had just, had just had. got a lot more money. But they, they, there's lots of people who've got more money. Is Roman Abramovich better than you? Yeah. The no, he's, he's just got more, money, got more money, Justin. The
13: family got more money. They've got more no, style. They've no, got more no, no, kudos. That, that, Wherever that. they go, they are welcome with open arms. People abuse me, Andrew, every single day on the streets. The royal family are better than us. And I would suggest, yeah, because, Andrew, why, that, why that why you abuse, come to Justin? grips with that fact. You need to accept it and move
14: on. No, why do they abuse you, Justin? Because you've got such stupid views. No, not at all.
13: <laughs> Imagine so you're you, on the streets. You've been
14: brainwashed, mate. You've had your brain removed. <laughs> Justin, listen we're going to let you go because yeah, I'm sure we've got a lot to do. Thank you very yeah. much for your time, Just. Yes, cheers. Speak to you later on. Now, Andrew,
7: what did you yeah. want to say about Hitler?
14: Well, uh, Hitler, have you, have you heard of the latest thing that in, um, in uh, Germany they're planning to rebuild the church where Hitler was given sort of respectability?
7: You were listening to Radio 4 last night as well, were you?
14: No, this is Radio Five. Okay.
7: Yeah. Uh, yes, I've heard that. It's the the, the uh, a church where uh, I can't remember the name of the church, but it's being rebuilt. It was blown up in 1945 by us guys. Yeah. Um. And uh, yes, they're rebuilding
14: it. Well, I mean, doesn't that just show you? I mean, that that's that's an indication of the sort of uh, way that, that the Germans think. And what, what? They're, be... they're rebuilding.
7: They're, they're rebuilding a wonderful. Now, I was listening to this. And I don't quite see the problem with it. It's a building.
14: Why rebuild it? It's got, such a, it's got an association with Hitler being uh, accepted into the fold, and it led to his rise up to, to the time when he had the extermination. It's the Matic. Garrison
7: Church in Potsdam. Yeah, Potsdam, yeah. Yeah, Potsdam to vote on rebuilding Garrison Church where Hitler cemented iron grip on power. But they're not voting Hitler, they're not reanimating Hitler. They're not yeah, they're not they're, bringing they're, in the Nazi, the swastika again.
14: Yeah, it's they, a church. Yeah, but they're resurrecting they're re- resurrecting the building, aren't they? Yeah, it's a building. Flipping, heck, it's beautiful. Have you seen it? No, no. no. Well, why uh, don't you have a look? At, why don't you have a look at the building? It is stunning. No, and, and from yesterday, did did you mention? I phoned in. No, no, we fin-
7: have we finished that topic then? That conversation. Yeah, you had your, your
14: faux pas yesterday. Have
7: we finished that conversation about the beautiful church that they're rebuilding?
14: Yes. Let's move on from that. It's uh, boring. Well,
7: you brought it into the
14: conversation, mate.
7: Well, now yeah, you've gone off on a tangent. I haven't seen the No, I'm not.
14: Talking. There's no tangent. I'm looking at it. It's flipping stunning. Yes, no, but rebuild from it. in for an ardent royalist, you made a classic faux pas. Oh, go on then. Did did you did you get the message I sent through? Probably not. Well, now listen,
7: as soon as JVS starts talking at the top of the hour, I am off the clock and on uh, my break.
14: Yeah, well, you, you said when you were talking about that, that chap that got into Buckingham Palace and sat on the Queen's bedside. Yes. You said his name was Michael Sands. Now, did you find out what his real name was? No. Well, it's Michael Fagin. Michael um,
7: Fagin, thank you very much indeed. Yeah, but yeah. Michael
14: Sams was an IRA terrorist. No, he wasn't an IRA terrorist. He was the person oh, that kidnapped Stephanie Slater and also murdered Julie Dart. So I think the Queen would have been a bit more um, upset if, if he'd have been sat by her bedside with his uh, wooden leg.
7: It's hardly a, it's hardly a faux pas.
14: I've hardly dissed
7: the royals because of that. You had, if you were, if I'm not dissed the royals the by getting the name wrong of the fella that the nut job that broke into her house and sat on her bed. Yeah, that's a classic faux pas. Thank you, actually. Yes, okay. Hey, when's I'm going to make a film about that? About what? About the Queen sitting on the bed and uh, talking uh, Michael Ryan or whatever his name was, down.
8: What are you going to do with the rest of the film? <laughs> it's five minutes. It was 20 minutes. 20 minutes, OK, so then you you've got b- build, up, build to up. play with.
7: Build up. I would watch that.
8: You know who he got his idea from? Go on. Roald Dahl, local. Sorry? BFG. Really? Don't you remember?
7: These books. These books that influence nut jobs
8: Incitement. Um, because the BFG puts Sophie on the windowsill of the Queen's bedroom, everyone. Anyone seeing any parallels here?
7: See, people talk about Call of Duty video game. They talk about Texas Chainsaw Massacre film. No one talks about the BFG or Catcher in the Rye, responsible for the Queen being intimidated by a fruitcake and John Lennon being shot. When are we going to ban
0: books? Travel news for beds, hearts and bugs.
4: BBC Three Counties Radio. Starting off on the A1M
11: heading southbound rather heavy moving on the speed sensors between Junction 9 at Letchworth and Junction 7 of Stevenage. So far taking a look at the M25 that's queuing at the moment between Junction 17 at Maple Cross and Junction 16 for the M40. The M1 heading southbound at the moment is closed between Junction 4 Edgeware Way and Junction 1 for Staples Corner. Now that's all due to an accident that happened there. So far looking at the trains and delays at the moment on London Midland between Watford Junction and London Euston. Um, this is due to a signal failure also affecting Virgin Trains as well. Nicola Richards BBC
7: Three Counties Radio. Nicola thank you we've just had a text in response to uh, Andrew the previous to caller. Catherine I think you've got it here. Yeah
8: that yeah. bloke's talking rubbish says Rob. Where's the Asda in Bedford?
7: <laughs> that's the only thing he's picked up on. Okay fair play. 7.46, it's Wednesday the 10th of September, I'm Ian Lee and I'm getting paid for this, can you believe that? A new strategy to tackle gangs in Luton has been drawn up by a community partnership, including the police and the council. David Cameron, Nick Clegg and Ed Miliband are campaigning in Scotland today against independence and an acoustics expert has come forward to try and find a solution to the noise from the Luton to Dunstable guided busway, which residents say is getting worse. Coming up we'll be talking about Scotland and also an update on someone we spoke to a few days ago but before that let's get the weather here's Kate <laughs>
4: Beds, hearts and bucks weather.
0: BBC Three Counties Radio.
4: Good morning.
19: This spell of fine, settled, dry weather looks like it's going to continue for the next few days. Today, we may have a bit of mist, but it's lifting. A bit more cloud perhaps this afternoon, but that will break. We'll get some decent sunny spells. And the temperature's staying at 20 Celsius, so again, pleasantly warm in the sunshine. Overnight tonight, again, a similar scenario to last night. Clear at first, we could get a bit of mist developed there. But then we'll see some cloud moving in, particularly towards the eastern fringes, as it's coming from the east so uh, probably clearer in the west more cloud in the east overnight minimum temperature 7 Celsius 45 degrees Fahrenheit that's in the rural spots a little bit milder in towns and cities for tomorrow that cloud's going to hang around for a time but then again the breeze will start to break it up we'll get some sunny spells and it's a repeat performance temperature tomorrow at 19 Celsius that's your forecast
7: very much, Kate.
4: BBC Three Counties Radio's big tour of beds, hearts
15: and bucks. Pretty little market town in the middle of the Chiltern Hills.
17: Beautiful little
4: town. Yeah, really green and peaceful. Exploring where you live. You get smiles along the high street. Risborough people on the whole are very friendly. All this week, we're discovering Prince's Risborough.
3: From where I live, you can look out and there's just greenfields all the way down the bottom
4: telling everyone about where you live
19: walking cycling yeah lots to offer you keep finding new places and new views even just driving about you get surprises the big tour of beds hearts and bucks
14: it's got a great sense of community and the spirit here is fantastic
4: from bbc three counties radio Call
0: 08459 455 555. BBC Three Counties Radio. Now, on Friday's show, we had
7: uh, a a distressed call from uh, a young lady called Rita. Rita had been uh, knocked down. Uh, by a huge dog in the park it, it uh, left her battered and bruised and particularly shaken, she was also having a rough time with other uh, health issues and um, uh, we, we thought we'd have a little check up and see sh- how she is, Rita's on the line now Morning Rita! Good morning to you You sound a little bit calmer than you did on Friday Oh, yeah uh, the aches and pains will not go away Where, so, so just just remind people what happened to you Rita in the park
23: Well I'd had a nice morning walk down by the canal on my scooter and Talking to people, and I thought, well, i will go up now. I had to go to the ladies, and I had to walk round the grass verge because a big van was delivering to the cafeteria, and they had it all ribboned off. Usually, I'd take my scooter right up to the door of the ladies, which I didn't that day. Yeah, I couldn't get across, so I walked back round the grass verge very steadily because I hadn't even got my stick with Ooh, me. Blimey! Because I can't take that on the scooter. So I just, going back to my table, I thought I'd have a cup of tea now and take it down in the middle and sit and read for a couple of hours. Out the corner of my eye, I saw a dog dash out, a big one, but I took no notice, thought he was running for the other dogs. No, he was running for this bitch. <laughs>
16: Rita,
23: <laughs> <For> <laughs> I know. For goodness Anyway, he shot me to the floor, yeah. put his paws on my shoulder, and all I could see was a big, dog's face in my face. I'm
7: glad I'm glad it was the, the face and uh, not the other w- way round. Yeah. That would have been awful. Uh,
23: well, anyway, it, I, they did pull him off of me, but I just hurt all over. Yeah. Every part of me got a banging on the... Not on the grass. I was on the tarmac.
7: <laughs> oh, dear. I, and you were very... You went to the hospital. Nothing was broken, was it?
23: Well, I got a chip in my elbow. Oh, no. But my knee... I, I'm hoping to go back to the doctors later this morning. Yeah. They've given me strong painkillers, but all night long my knee is unbearable oh. and my buttocks and my back.
7: It's because um, you're lying down, I suppose. Those things are always worse when you're lying down. Well, oh, you're in the chair, aren't you?
23: I get up, make myself a drink, yeah. put the telly on, and I'm I, sitting in my recliner covered up with a blanket and yeah. I get my pillow... And I'd go off after a while for another couple of hours.
7: If you want me to come and massage your buttocks, Rita, <laughs> yeah. I would. I would do that willingly. <laughs> yes. So, you, but but you sound. I mean, you sounded so upset when we spoke to you last week. That's why I wanted to just have a little chat today and see how you are. You, you sound a lot better. Are you I, feeling apart from the physical stuff? Are you feeling a little bit calmer now? Well,
23: I was pleading for help. Yeah. I'd spent ages ringing around trying to get help. When you put, came on. The lady solicitor was there. She's got in touch with me and also
7: got in touch with the party. That was Marian Birch from uh, Age UK, wasn't it? She was. We had her on at the, the same time. and di- She spoke to you off-air, did she?
23: Yeah, I've had a lady here for a couple of hours the other day, on Monday. The solicitor's wrote me a letter, what she had sent to the people whose dog it was. And... Um, It's all going ahead
7: now. Oh, so it sounds like progress is being made, because that was your concern, if I remember correctly, that nothing was being done, and you felt like you were being not listened to.
23: Well, it had been two weeks almost, but a day, and I'm not letting this go, because the dog's okay, the people's okay, but the after-effects when you turned 81 don't go away. It stays with you.
7: I think there will be very few people who would argue with you on that point, Rita, especially if they heard you on Friday when you were um, you were all very upset. So, was it? Do you, do you remember who it was that came round? Was it Marion from Age UK that uh, came round?
23: Um, m- 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 uh, what's her name there? Dawn Martin. OK. Another lady is ringing back this morning. OK. And I've got the solicitor's letter here. They've sent a copy to me and to them.
7: Brilliant. So the solicitors are pursuing it?
23: But it's only your radio that gets things going
7: isn't it? Well, we, we, we listen, we like to help, and uh, I, I know Catherine was uh, particularly um, uh, uh, distressed when, sh- when you called up. Catherine was the lady you spoke to here, yes. and she said, oh, we've got Rita calling up. We don't normally do this, but I think you should have a chat with her. So that was her idea to, that we could help. And I'm glad that, that, that things have started to move a little bit, Rita. Well, Tony, the man that
23: pulled him off and had a go at the other man for letting him the dog do that to me, yeah, left me with a uh, mobile number, and he couldn't have been nicer, the witness.
16: Yeah.
23: But when the police and I rung that number, we can't get it. Oh
7: honestly. dear, oh dear.
23: So if Tony's listening, I wish to hear a ring-reader, please.
7: Tony, if, if Tony's listening, you can get in touch with us, Tony, and uh, we can certainly, you know, make sure that you're put in contact with the right people. Oh, eight four five nine four double five five double five. Rita, listen, you know you can call this show any time you want. I'm on every weekday between six and nine. You've heard me several times. I, I know, I'm and crazy. I love it. I love I love talking to you. Uh, and if we don't speak to you in the next couple of weeks, maybe we'll give you another little call and just to see how things are moving on. Yes, thank
23: you, and I hope. I won't go down that park, no my boy. I've been going down there 70-odd years.
7: Oh, mate, that's a shame.
23: I'm going to the local park up where, near where I live now. You
7: can terrorise them on your scooter.
23: Well, if a dog comes to balls me, I just say to people, pull him in. Yeah. I'm scared now when yeah. I see a big dog.
7: What have you got planned for the rest of the day, Rita? You got well, a busy one or are you having a lazy one? Me
23: computer's crashed. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> and the dog didn't do that.
7: No, you can't blame the dog for that. So you won't be going on Facebook or Twitter today, then?
23: Well, I'm going to go up and get it sorted out this morning because I can't be without that.
7: No, what do you use the computer for? What, what are you up to? Well, the iPad. Video games.
23: iPad, because all my family's in Australia. Ah, so a bit of Skype. Well, no, I'm learning that. Oh, okay. But I'm not brilliant,
7: but I'm having a go. It's once, so who's in Australia then? What what family members? Well, my me brother's family. My brother's
23: dead now. Yeah. And then friends in Adelaide.
7: Oh, once you get Skype is amazing. Once you get up and running, you'll be able to see them and talk to them. It'd be fantastic. Yeah,
23: you got to get washed and dressed
7: every day. <laughs> <then>. <laughs> <laughs> you see? Yeah, you got to do your makeup and and uh, put some clothes on, Rita. You can't do it naked. Yeah, I can't show them all my bruises. No, no. you cannot, Rita. Listen, it's really nice to hear you
23: sounding a little bit better. I do, because I'm getting help. When you turned 80 on your nervous wreck...
7: Yeah, that's living not fair.
23: alone, you're pleading for help.
7: Well, you're getting help now, and hopefully, hopefully, that'll help bring some peace, and we'll, we'll speak to you really soon.
23: Thank you for all
7: what you've done. You're marvellous. It's a pleasure. Take care, my love. Bye-bye. Thank you. Bye-bye. There we go. Bye.
4: Across beds, hearts and bucks...
0: This is Ian Lee.
4: BBC Three Counties Radio. Oh,
0: dear. I'm, uh...
7: I'm a little bit confused. We've had Andrew Salu saying that this show is responsible for um, that things being done with the Luton and Dunstable busway. We've got Rita saying this is the only uh, station and show that gets things. I don't know how to handle. um, Can someone phone up and be rude to me, please? Because I I can handle criticism. I have no idea how to handle praise. Twice in one week. Is too much. Twice in one show? 08459 455 555. If you want to phone up and just redress the, the yin and the yang of things, if you want to phone up and be rude about me in the show, now would be an. Oh, I got The phones have gone mental. All right. Don't all jump at once. Flipping. Don't all jump to, to, at once. 08459 455 555 is the telephone number uh, if you want to uh, give us a call. Um, this dog seems to have got off lightly, says Carpet Martin. Got away with a savage attack, the only punishment was Tony pulling him off. Yeah, well, luckily, Tony was there to do that. Dennis is is in Dunstable. Good morning, Dennis. Okay, the new. Okay, the new, Dennis. We're going to give Scotland back to the
3: Scotch. Yes, get rid of them, for God's (laughs) sake. Even their local, even their, uh, um, Cool. Poet. That poet is not even Scottish.
7: Rabsy Nesbit. No, it's Rabbi Burns. Oh, oi. <laughs> oi.
3: Anyway, the sooner they go, the better. With a bit of luck, he might be able to get into the EU, which we can then get out of. Right. Oh. And he's not having our pound notes.
7: Well, he is. He, he, they'll be in the EU. We'll be in the EU. They'll get pounds. We'll get pounds. Nothing's really going to change.
3: Yes, it is because he won't be independent once he joins the EU.
7: Why? You? I always thought Scotland was a woman.
3: Is it? Well, that's right. Well, we can, if we have a, a baby, uh, a royal baby, yes, she can be queen of Scotland, couldn't she? I.
7: It does annoy me that Scotland is being given, given loads of uh, you know benefits and yes. tax breaks and things more that we're not getting. We are. Yeah.
3: Yes, we're also paying something like five billion pounds to them so they can have three uh, three, uh, people going to church. Dennis, we're
7: running out of time. Very quickly, have you ever injured yourself with a piece of clothing? Yes.
0: Thanks for calling. Travel news for beds, hearts and bugs.
4: BBC Three Counties Radio. The A1M, rather
11: slow moving, heading southbound between Junction 9 at Letchworth and Junction 7 for Stevenage. The M1 heading southbound closed um, between Junction 4 and also to Staples Corner. There's been an accident at Junction 2, which is causing queues now, back to Junction 5 at Watford. The M25 heading anti-clockwise, very slow between Junction 21A for St Albans and Junction 20 for Kingsland. Taking a look so far at the trains and delays at the moment on London Midland between Watford Junction and London Euston, also affecting Virgin Trains as well, Um, and that's all due to a signal failure there. Nicola Richards, BBC Three Counties Radio. Thank you very
7: much indeed. Ah. Join the show. We're getting away with it again. Lots to talk about in the next hour. Should uh, Scotland have the Queen? Most of you seem to want to get rid of Scotland. Ever injured yourself with a piece of clothing and admit it, the royals are better than you? Of course they are.
4: Local and vocal across beds, hearts and bucks.
0: This is BBC Three Counties Radio.
1: It's 8 o'clock, I'm Simon Oxley. The headlines, new strategy to tackle gangs in Luton, Cameron Clegg and Miliband campaigning in Scotland and possible solution to busway noise. BBC Three Counties Radio. A new strategy to tackle gangs in Luton has been drawn up by a community partnership including the police and the council. It It will include work with schools and increased police activity where gangs operate. Now the borough council want the public's view on whether the proposals are the right way forward. Professor John Pitts is an expert in gang culture from the University of Bedfordshire. The
18: Luton Community Safety Partnership are in a good position because... Um, They're drawing upon a lot of work that's been done over the last decade in other places. So I think they're in a very good position to put together what they describe as an an evidence-based response.
1: The Prime Minister is urging voters in Scotland not to rip apart the United Kingdom. David Cameron's intervention comes ahead of his visit to Scotland today with Nick Clegg and Ed Miliband. But Scotland's First Minister, Alex Salmon, says Mr Cameron is desperate. The country's slipping away from him. He he once said that he not. He didn't want to be remembered as the person who lost Scotland in the way that George III lost America.
13: Now, if we leave to one side that Scotland is not a property to be lost and found by anyone, it's a nation, I think it tells us a great deal about this last-minute, desperate rush to Scotland to try and tell us uh, that uh, he knows better than we do about how to govern our own affairs.
1: Two more men will appear before Milton Keynes magistrates this morning, charged with sexual offences against a child as part of an investigation in Aylesbury. Faisal Iqbal from Aylesbury and Harmahan Nangpal from Middlesex were charged yesterday. Eight other men appeared in court last week. Residents living next to the Luton to Dunstable guided busway say the noise from the track since it was opened almost a year ago is getting worse. Luton Borough Council installed microphones in people's gardens to monitor the sound and say they're disappointed that So far, noise levels haven't been reduced, but South West Bedfordshire MP Andrew Salu says there may be a solution.
21: As a result of um, the um, media exposure on on your programme and elsewhere, um, they wrote to told me that uh, a local consultant specialising in acoustics has offered to provide the council with further advice on possible solutions.
1: A study suggests that people with dementia and their families face care costs that are equivalent to more than £20,000 a year. The research carried out by the London School of Economics and King's College in London has been published by the Alzheimer's Society. The sixth chancellor of the Open University in Milton Keynes is to be installed in a ceremony this morning. Baroness Lane Fox of Soho is the founder of the website lastminute.com. In sport, Gareth Bale scored both goals as Wales won their Euro 2016 qualifier in Andorra 2 1. The Real Madrid star scored in each half after the home side had taken an early lead. The weather, another dry and bright day, maximum temperature 20 degrees Celsius. And you can get the latest news and sport online at bbc.co.uk slash three counties.
4: BBC Three Counties Radio's big tour of beds, hearts, and bucks.
15: Pretty little market town in the middle of the Chiltern Hills.
20: Exper- Exploring where you live. You've got more or less all the shops you need for a weekly basis. And you've got a very strong sense
19: of the place. All this
4: week, we're discovering Prince's Risborough.
19: You keep finding new places and new views. Even just driving about, you get surprises. The big
4: tour of beds, hearts and bucks. BBC Three Counties Radio.
7: Morning. Suddenly, it's nearly four minutes past eight. What the heck is going on? Lots to talk about gangs in Luton. Should Scotland keep the Queen if they go independent? The royal family are better than you. And when clothes attack, call me now. 08459 four double five five double five Across beds, hearts and
0: bucks. This is BBC Three Counties Radio.
8: Tony's talking like a spurned lover on the text. Tell the Scottish to jog on. They want their Dundee cake and eat it. Well, they don't want to be part of us. This hurts me. Sounds like The Godfather. This hurts me.
7: It's not me, it's you. If you you
8: want to go, well, go. But you're not having the kids, brackets, our queen, the pound, the BBC. You can keep your crankies, your porridge oats and your men wearing skirts. Dirty boys, says Tony.
7: Yeah, there's a thing. We should pull out of Scotland the B, the B, the C. We Mm. should pull out of Scotland. Mm. That'll teach them a lesson. What what, what would they have then? heart actually it's um it's quite a good deal, isn't that like that, yeah, probably anything else,
8: yeah, oh, you want me to tell you <laughs>
7: yes, please, that was the there.
8: In, this is from uh, Andrew, the GOG in High Wycombe. In the 70s, we all suffered attacks from the then-fashionable polyester and nylon clothing. This is uh, when clothes attack. Call me now, I severely,
7: I've severely injured my neck, and it's working its way down to my back simply by taking the hood off my well, you're head. T-
8: you're too old for a hoodie, and I'm, now your body is telling you that. Isn't it just? Uh, Saying so, we've all suffered attacks from the then-fashionable polyester and nylon clothing of the 70s with the obligatory static electric oh, shock. Yeah. And most men will have suffered mr wiggly getting caught in his trousers zipper.
7: okay there's a, but by the way the electric shock thing right every every time i get out of my car and shut the door i get an electric shock can you every see it because it's
8: dark when you do that
7: no you can't see it. it it flipping hurts and every time i forget it and then i get it what's that is that is so my you, car dangerous
8: it's your shoes stroke car bit combination
7: how do i stop it different shoes drive naked
8: it's
7: uh... an idea <laughs> i wait for five, nine, four, double five five double five now slightly more serious issues. Two years after the hit-and-run murder of 19-year-old Delaney Brown, the authorities in Luton are reviewing their approach to gang culture. Delaney's killer was 22-year-old Kyle Beckford. He and Delaney had been school friends who ended up running with rival gangs. Well, now the Local Community Safety Partnership has come up with a strategy which aims to keep boys like them on the straight and narrow. In a moment, we'll hear from Council, Labour Councillor Nasim Mayab, who's Luton Borough Council's portfolio holder with responsibility for community safety. But first of all, we can speak to Andy Adams who is a concerned resident good morning to you andy
24: uh good morning do you know
7: people in gangs
24: well when you say gangs that that that, that defines something that um you talk to be, uh, young people they don't class, classify themselves as as gang members that that that's that's one thing to start off with um they're not they don't associate themselves as as a gang so what do they gang how, how gang do they
7: label themselves then
24: they're just no They're just normal people who have friends, and and that's it. They they're not. They don't go around and say we're we're this gang or we're that gang.
7: But would from the outside, I mean, but, but but would they? Would you class them as gangs?
24: I wouldn't class them as gangs. No, I, I, it's same, same. If I'm with a group of people, I don't say that I'm I'm in this gang. I'm in a gang just because you're in a group of people or a group of friends. You know it doesn 't mean that you 're a gang, everybody
7: is it, but isn't the, isn't that the, these groups and you can tell me if I'm, if i 'm wrong on this uh, The part of these groups is kind of an honor and a loyalty thing
24: an honor and a loyalty thing yeah okay then you would have um, people who would who who would look out for you um, in that respect, so if that 's what you want to say is honor and loyalty, then yeah that you could say that, um, but in terms of your safety, then, yeah. If you're a friend of so then, but,
7: but but these these people, I imagine are the, the ones that we're talking about, are looking out for each other with violence.
24: Um, well, to protect themselves, you would say that they're looking out for themselves. Um, with violence, violence is, is is a method. Um, I wouldn't say it's, the, it's
7: a, a, an unacceptable thing. method, of
24: course. Yeah, that's correct. That's yeah, correct.
7: What do you think of this uh, this strategy that's being introduced?
24: Well, to be honest, it's the first. Yesterday was the first that I um, became aware of of that there was a strategy being put together, and I had a quick look look at it, and um, I see the agencies that have put this strategy together are all statutory um, agencies like the the um, Luton Borough Council, um, the Fire Brigade, um, the Police, and um, I believe one a, a Clinical. Um, Organisation as well. So, in in terms of a strategy, that they, they are they are statutory um, bodies already. So, um, they yeah. have an obligation. And, and to, do, the well, but,
7: but, but they are they are coming up together. They are joining forces together to come up with a strategy to deal with this problem. Do, do you think that, you, that it's a problem that they're statutory bodies?
24: Um. Well, no. They they have an an obligation to do that anyway yeah um, so you would expect that to be happening
7: yeah but they've come they, up with a specific they've come up with a specific plan
24: right, okay, and that's all good um, so that, that, again that that needs to be done, and that's, that's, that's uh, commended that they are doing that yeah
7: what do you think they should do? what do you think they can do to deter this kind of crime and violence
24: well to, to what they need to do is um, actually get on the ground with, with those who they're, they're saying are causing these problems and look into why why these issues are arising and, and what needs to be done to, um, to divert these issues.
7: Andy, stay there. I'll bring you back in in a second. I'm joined now by uh, Nasim Ayab, a Labour councillor. Uh, Nasim, thanks for joining us. What's the aim of this strategy?
10: Well, this, um, the aim of the strategy, it was developed to prevent um, any violence related to young people based on best practice, really, um, and um, a number of sources used, which includes the Home Office guidance on tackling gangs and youth violence um, using the experience of other areas, including London boroughs, so we're just building on that, really. And
7: how successful has it been in other areas?
10: Um it's we're we're learning from good practice really that's uh, because it's been successful in other areas we're building on the success there to bring it here into Luton and how and do you how
7: do you how do you measure that success you say that there has been success how has that manifested itself
10: um well at the moment it's the early stages here in Luton because
7: but not, in other areas that you're modelling yourselves on
10: Yeah, the the other areas that we're modelling ourselves on, they've had um, good feedback from from communities. Um,
7: Has it seen that the amount of violence and and gang crime reduced? I suppose it has has re- reduced that's the reason why um from that best practice
10: we're bringing it here into luton and we feel that um it's a, it's a consultation that we're doing at the moment um and once we've got the results from the consultations we're going to put
7: the strategy into place so uh, how long is this consultation going to last and when do you think the strategy will be put into place
10: um with well, it's um, we've just started um, the consultation process, and it should be sort of like end of Octoberish okay, time okay. that we
7: we should. And, and what kind of things are you asking people?
10: Well, um, this uh, strategy of ours it focuses on four main areas. Um, we're focusing on the pursue, the protect, prepare, and the prevent elements of this, um, and they're the key areas that we're looking into.
7: And what what does that mean?
10: But, well, uh, w- with the four strands, we've got the pursue, that's the, this area will be focusing on ensuring um, against our most risky individuals. We've got the protect element, that, and that focuses on protecting our communities from the from activities of those involved in gangs or committing violence. And um, we've got the prepare strand where gang or youth violence occurs, we need to mitigate the impact that this has. Um, and we've got the, protect, the prevent element. I think this is the most important element here, where it's in, um, preventing young people joining gangs and becoming enrolled in related criminality by offering a range of diversionary activities.
7: Is that going to work, though? Because th- I imagine that a lot of these young people are, are, are disaffected, have very little uh, respect for authority. So if you know, a community copper turns up at their school and says, hey, guys, instead of uh, joining a gang, why don't you you know come and do this with us? They're just going to stick two fingers up and laugh, aren't they?
10: no we 've actually seen it work because um i mean we've got um local projects already um supporting young people here in luton and they're they're working pretty well um, and just recently there was the launch of um a premiere called um hold and uh, that was really that was uh, that was excellent and it was held here at the galaxy Cineworld in Luton and there were youths acting in that who who uh, produced and directed the films themselves. And, um, you know...
7: And had they been... Were they former gang members?
10: Well, they were related to some sort of... um, They may have been related to some sort of gang members, but... um, Because it's the
7: gang members themselves are the ones that aren't... uh, The point I'm trying to make is that there will be people that will jump on board with this and go, hey, this is a great idea, but those people are very unlikely to be involved in gang crime anyway, aren't they?
10: the the uh, prevent element of this is to um to encourage um, the youth to become engaged um, in doing something positive I- in their communities. Um, and I think when we have diversionary act- activities like this going on, I mean, we've got other elements in the town as well. We've got the non Alliance. We've got the Walk to Freedom. You know, we've, we've got other uh, best practices that we can uh, we can work on, and I think they are making a, a difference here in Luton.
7: Let me bring Andy back in. Andy, you've heard what the councillor uh, has had to say. What's your reaction?
24: Well, first of all, the... Um the, the last point there that you made about these activities. When when the people who are targeted for these things, um, they're not the ones who actually end up being the beneficiaries or the ones taking part in these activities, because the, the activities goes out to a wider audience. And as you say, the, the ones, people will jump onto those. So the first thing that needs to be recognized is when an activity is targeted for these groups of people, it's actually those groups of people that are engaged and not open to to people who are not affected or involved in any of these activities Um, that the the second thing is we we need to make sure and ensure that the information that we gather are from from those who are actually involved in um, these activities and we need to sit down and actually Find out the, the causes of why they are involved in these activities and act upon it. Because a lot of the time, um, we don't we, we assume that the, what we're putting on is what they want, and that isn't the case. Andy,
7: we've got thirty seconds. Let's let uh, the councillor respond. Councillor, yes. Yeah. Yeah, I, I, I
10: agree absolutely with Andy. And that's the reason why we're having the way holding this consultation. And it's exactly what Andy mentioned. We're seeking the views of local people. We want to get a clearer picture of what is, what is the local p- picture. Are we, what we're suggesting, are our actions right? Are we prioritising the right things? And are we engaging with the right people? And uh, do we have the right balance here with the early intervention and the support at the end of the... Finally, uh, same yeah.
7: it, because we are out of time. <laughs> if people want to have their say on this, where do, how do they get involved? Well, if you if anybody wants to take part in the
10: consultation, um, they can go on to online. It's consults.luton.gov.uk, or we have um, uh, the lead on this, which is Katie Bodicom, and she's got her telephone number is five four seven two five
7: three. Nasim, thank you very much indeed, uh, Labour councillor Nasim Ayab, and uh, the other voice there was uh, Andy Adams. <laughs>
0: Travel news for beds, cards, and bugs.
11: BBC Three Counties Radio. Very slow moving at the moment on the M25, heading anti clockwise between junction 21A for St Albans and junction 20 for King's Langley. The M1 heading is southbound, closed at the moment between junction 4 Edgware Way and junction 1 for Staples Corner. We are seeing delays now back to junction 5 at Watford following an accident that's happened there. Taking a look so far in Boreham Wood, looking rather heavy on the Barnet Bypass. Heading Heading southbound between Stirling Corner and Apex Corner on camera. On the train, seeing delays on London Midland between Watford Junction and London Euston, also affecting Virgin Trains as well. Nicola Richards, BBC Three Counties Radio. Thank you,
12: Nicola!
7: 8.17, it's Wednesday the 10th of September I'm Ian Lee These are your headlines on BBC Three Counties Radio A new strategy to tackle gangs in Luton has been drawn up by a community partnership including the police and the council David Cameron, Nick Clegg and Ed Miliband are going to Scotland to love-bomb it and an acoustics expert has come forward to try and find a solution to the noise from the Luton to Dunstable guided busway which residents say is going boom, boom, boom BBC Three Counties Radio
6: Every weekday from three, Roberto Peroni. Are league tables the best way to judge a school? Panel, do you have any sympathy for the Buckinghamshire golfer Ian Poulter? Police are issuing safety advice to women in Watford, but I'm fascinated by the age gap between her and her husband. Figures show that around half a million pounds was spent in Hertfordshire last year, clearing up after people who dump rubbish. Then you just take them? Roberto Peroni. There's been an extraordinary action on social media. My big concern is that no one ever worries about the victims, Whole system is designed to help the criminal.
4: Roberto Peroni, weekdays from three, BBC Three Counties Radio. If you hear a whisper, give
0: us a shout. Ian Lee,
7: BBC Three Counties Radio. Catchphrase Which you are still severely lacking, Jonathan <laughs> Vernon Smith. It's true. Severely it's lacking. True, catchphrase. Yeah. I just think it might lighten the mood sometimes on your show.
5: Could we borrow that one? No. <laughs> no, it's ours. It's oh. quite, we, we borrowed it from a Cliff Richard fan, but... Oh, uh, your producer seems to be nodding vigorously. Don't
8: th- worry about borrowing it, you can have it. No, we cannot yeah, have it. Yeah, you can have it. No, Why? we it, it's, I mean, we've used it. It, it, it. Yeah, you can have it.
5: She's got...
7: No, she's... I think she's been... Um, had Far too much coffee. No, you can't have that. I'll tell you what, we'll come up with one for you. Oh, OK. We will come up with one. We'll have one for you tomorrow. This time tomorrow, I will get, deliver you your catchphrase. Really? Yes, sir.
5: Now, are you going to take this seriously? Yes, a catchphrase. Okay, it's make or break for you. This, 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 <laughs> yes. this, this is this is your. do a rubbish one. It's your last shot. I want one that will stick. Like yeah. uh, good game, good game. Yeah. Nice to see you. To see you. Those, nice. Those ones have been
7: used. Can't have those. Uh, Honestly. Oh wait, four five nine four double five five double five. We've got twenty four hours to come up with a catchphrase for Jonathan's show. I will deliver it to you tomorrow. This time tomorrow, in a sealed envelope. You will open the envelope. You will read it. That's your catchphrase. Aha. Uh-huh. You know, they're all the best ones are out uh, there already, aren't you know, they? Well, obviously not. My, we've we've got the best one. Oh, what? Why the back? Oh, I can't say <laughs> that anymore, probably. You can't. Probably can't. Probably can't. <laughs> <laughs> Ah, dark days. Anyway, what's on your show this morning? Scotland,
5: I believe it is Scotland again. Yep. Uh, I'm sensing that Scotland may well be the uh, the big talking point for some days to come. Yet, yeah, and possibly beyond then as well, depending on what <laughs> happens. Coming up on this morning's big phone in, I'm asking: Is keeping Scotland in the UK worth all this time and effort? No. I thought you might say that. David Cameron, Nick Clegg and Ed Miliband, they've all flown to Scotland to try and convince voters that they should stay in the UK. Scottish First Minister Alex Salmond says the three men are the least trusted leaders in the history of Westminster and their presence would actually boost the yes vote. He doesn't mince his words, does he? The Prime Minister has told the Scottish people he desperately wants them to stay and he'll give them more power if they choose to remain in our precious and special country. To quote him. However, the uh, Vote Yes campaign say no-one believes Westminster can offer Scottish people what they want, and that's why the polls show more people north of the border are planning to vote for independence. But, as the most high-profile politicians in this country drop everything, including Prime Minister's Question Time today... unprecedented. No PMQs. uh, They drop everything to go and plead with Scotland to vote no. I want to hear your thoughts at nine. Is keeping Scotland in the UK worth all this time and effort? It would appear we're chucking everything. What were you calling it love bombing?
7: Yeah, we're told, we've been told when Canada, when Quebec
5: in Canada was voting for independence,
7: the phrase love bombing was created where you have to bomb them with love and say, no, don't leave us. We love you guys, even though you're miserable French speakers, which they are in Quebec. Right. Um, and so we're supposed to be love bombing them here. We're being encouraged. The front page of The Sun is encouraging you to phone up any fr- uh, Scottish relatives or friends you've got and beg them to stay. That's what we're supposed to do. If I right. find up my Scottish relatives, they'll tell me to... Jog on, laddie!
5: Really? Yeah, yeah, of course. Well, I just wonder whether it's worth all this time and effort. No. Or are we now at a stage where we think, do you know what, if you don't like it, go then. Yeah. You know, there comes a point in a relationship where you have to have a bit of pride in yourself, a bit of self-worth, don't you? And it's you have to, to say, going. well, look, you know, I'm worth more than this. Yeah. If you don't want me, get lost. Yeah. Is it now that point where we should say that to Scott? And all this business of, I heard you saying earlier, offering them more things. The, we're bit, bending over backwards for them. Exactly. I think David Cameron should grow a pair.
7: And uh, the vote, is it next Thursday? Yes. On Wednesday night, he should say, do you know what, we're not bothered, you can go. Bye.
5: <laughs> that would take the wind out of salmon sales. Well, very often, the, the psychology of, uh, of uh, you know, in a relationship, keeping, yeah. keeping somebody with you, yeah. is to kind of set them free and just to say, Gosh. you know what, go. If you don't want it, go. And then they suddenly have this realisation, ooh, but actually, I, I, I really miss him. I really miss him. I don't want to go. Perhaps that's what we should do with Scotland. You're the master manipulator. Yeah. Horrible man. You see, they should have come to me. Never mind all this all let's jump on an easy jet and go up to Edinburgh and say, Oh, please stay. Please be our friend. Yeah. Bit of tough love. Yeah. That's what, that's what they should have done. You really are a very, very strange man. Coming up incredible. on The Big Faded. I say that with love. Is keeping Scotland in the UK worth all this time and effort? We got so. By the way, we've got some feisty guests to fight this out. Yeah. Ooh, don't miss it from nine. I won't miss it from nine.
4: This is Ian Lee.
0: On BBC Three Counties Radio. All right, little drummer girl.
8: Sold a pup? Ring us up.
0: <laughs> what pup we've been sold?
8: any pup
13: here's a pup Justin if you gotta go oh you better go now oh. Go now. Are you back go, on go, the air go, on Saturday? Go, go, go. Yes, I'm back on the air this Saturday. Because they,
7: they brought you off on Saturday, didn't they?
13: Yes, I was at scrap for uh, Luton's 1-0 defeat at home to Plymouth. But unfortunately, the following Saturday, the 20th, I'm going to be taken off again. What? This time for Watford at home to Bournemouth. I mean, no one on. brings Justin Dealey off on radio. No one yeah. does it. Well, they're doing it for the Watford game. Oh, man alive. Frustrated. What do you do for those two hours? Do you just sit at home playing records and talking to yourself? That's exactly what I did last weekend, actually. I I, I managed to watch some of the football, but uh, at half-time, I uh, managed to go upstairs to my bedroom, get a few CDs out, and say, oh, this was a big hit. I've not heard this one in a long time. I think it peaked at number six... (laughs) But uh, in the US, it did slightly better going to number three.
8: Then the dog leaves the room. You've got no audience.
13: Yes, exactly.
7: (laughs) We've been talking about Scotland and the Queen. (sighs) I don't... Oh, dear. Mm. All right, mate. Mm. Keep it impartial. Mm. I don't think that Scotland should keep
13: the Queen if they go independent. Yep. Well said. Thank you. <laughs> I just don't see what the issue is. If you want to go your own way, that's absolutely fine, yeah. but do you deserve the Queen? Probably not, after all of this fuss. Well, uh, I've been taking this to the streets in asking people, should Scotland go their own way? Do they deserve the right to take the Queen with them?
2: Here's what people had to say. If they want to go their own way, go their own way. It's like every other country. They can't have the cake and eat it. You know, they're going to use the the Queen as their... Member of state, I suppose. Of state, yeah. Yeah, let them have their own queen. You know, it's what they've done in the history, didn't they? Would
13: you like Scotland to go their own way? I'm sensing that you would. Yeah, they've got their own way of life anyway. It's different to down here. Do you care about Scotland in the slightest? No, not really. I'm just staggered by the whole thing. So they don't deserve the Queen. You want to go your own way, that's fine, but you're not having the Queen. Correct.
8: If, that, if they choose to,
11: why not? I mean, if that's, that's, that's a historical thing, isn't it? So, you know, it's a nice to have. If they want to just because it's nice to have, then, then keep her. If not, if they don't want to, I don't see why they have
13: to. Let's talk about her becoming head of state. Do they deserve to have her as head of state yeah. if they want to go their own way? it
11: deserve. That's a little bit...
13: It's have having your cake and eating it, isn't it?
11: Yeah, but that's like chastising them for being naughty, isn't it? Because you've decided to, to detach yourself from England, then no, sorry, you can't have Liz as a head of state anymore. Lizards.
13: So you've got absolutely no problem. If they Lizards. want to go independent and have the Queen as head wow. of state, you've got no issues with that at all. None whatsoever. That woman said lizards. Mm, If they want to have lizards (laughs) running their country, that's fine by her. It seems obvious
7: to me. Listen, we're throwing all this stuff saying, if you stay, we'll give you, you know, you can have the colour telly, you can have your own room, you can even put posters up using blue tack if you want. Yeah. Um, And we should just, I think we should just say bye, thanks very much, and you're not having the Queen. Mm, I mean, it's, Simple
13: as. It's going to be an interesting phone in with Jonathan today. I mean, we went out, what, two days ago, asking people what Scotland is famous for. In 30 minutes, I think the best we came up with was marmalade. Um, yeah. People on the streets, I've got to be honest, they don't really care. People are becoming frustrated yeah. now. So much talk about this. If you want to go, just go. Justin, can I set you a Justin Dealey mercy dash? Yeah.
7: You've got 25 minutes mm-hmm. to find me somebody who's injured themselves with a piece of clothing. Can you do it? Have you done that yourself? Yeah, I, well, I pulled my neck yesterday, taking the hood off my, uh, when I was... Oh, you did, didn't yeah, you? I yeah, totally
13: you yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah, I totally put my neck out. Yeah. Yeah. a hoodie. Yeah, it's killing me today. Yeah, right, OK. You've got 25 minutes. Can you do it? It's a tough one, but uh, boss, I shall try.
7: Justin, thank you very much indeed. We're looking as well for a catchphrase for Jonathan Vernon Smith. It will be delivered tomorrow in uh, 23 hours and 50 minutes.
8: Yeah, and if it could not contain swear words, we might be able to read it that out. Would Thanks be, very much, guys.
7: That would be certainly very, very helpful. Carpet Martin's got one. Oh, yeah. Who's right? Dramatic pause. Your rights.
8: Oh. That's yeah. not bad. That's
7: the best so far. It's the only one we've had so far. We Ca- can No, read. we've
8: had some more. Go on. I mean, some don't have swears in. Uh, Stephen St. Albans, thanks for yours. Can't read it out.
7: I can um, imagine that in his voice. Who's right? Your rights.
8: Caroline in Bedford, catchphrase. How about if you want compo? Give us a shout.
7: No, No, right. He doesn't do compo, and that sounds a little bit like my excellent catchphrase. Yeah, it does. He doesn't do compo. just adapted.
8: And another one about. No, we're not going to do that one. Okay. Uh, But thanks, guys. Thanks for your suggestions. If we could read them out at some point, it might be (laughs) be helpful.
7: 813. (laughs) Double three, start your text three cr. We need a catchphrase. Just think it's, just think it's it's one of, of well, let's be honest, many things that's lacking from Jonathan's show. But it, this is one thing that we can certainly influence.
8: Exactly, yeah. we're happy to help.
7: Happy to help.
8: Uh, Mark sent us a text message about oh, yeah. uh, he's an angry royalist. Join it now. Join it in a couple of minutes.
7: Let's we've teased them. Yeah. let's have it after the travel and the news, shall we? Ooh, got you got you on the edge of your seat, hasn't it, Nicola?
0: Uh,
11: yeah, yeah.
0: Okay. <sighs>
4: The A1M heading
11: southbound, rather heavy moving on the speed sensors between junction 9 at Letchworth and junction 7 for Stevenage. The M1 heading at southbound is closed because of an accident between junction 4 Edgware Way away and junction 1 for Staples Corner. Now seeing it being rather busy to junction 6A for the M25 following an accident there. The M25 heading anti clockwise is queuing between junction 19 at Watford and junction 16 for the M40. And the M40 on camera looking heavy from the Denham roundabout to the M20. Just getting in, the normal services now resumed on London Midland. That was between Watford Junction and London Euston. Nicola Richards, BBC Three Counties Radio.
0: Across beds, hearts and bugs.
4: This is BBC Three Counties Radio.
1: It's 8.30, I'm Simon Oxley a new strategy to tackle gangs in Luton has been drawn up by a community partnership including the police and the council it will include work with schools and increased police activity where gangs operate. A man has been charged with attempted murder after a stabbing incident at an Aylesbury shop on Monday afternoon. 63 year old David Clark of No Fixed Abode will appear at High Wycombe Magistrates Court today. And the Prime Minister is urging voters in Scotland not to rip apart the United Kingdom. David Cameron Intervention comes ahead of his visit to Scotland today with Nick Clegg and Ed Miliband. Three Counties Sports.
4: BBC Three Counties Radio.
1: Gareth Bale scored both goals as Wales won their Euro 2016 qualifier in Andorra 2-1. The Real Madrid star scored in each half after the home side had taken an early lead. The match was played on a 3G surface, which was only past fit last week. Here's Wales manager Chris Coleman. We were a bit uh, disillusioned, I think, when we saw the state of the pitch, to be honest with you. uh, We knew it was going to be a a scrap. Couldn't play
15: the way we would normally want to play. uh, And we just had to do the job, you know. We had to stay in it and keep probing, keep our cool. And confidence we know we got Bailey in the team who can produce something out of nothing is what he did so credit to all and I do showed a lot of courage
1: Elsewhere, Watford striker Matej Vidra was a second-half sub as the Czech Republic beat Holland 2-1. Watford have sold their allocation of tickets for the away match at Charlton on Saturday. 3,000 Hornets fans will watch new manager Oscar Garcia's first game in charge. Midfielder Jim Stevenson scored a hat-trick as Luton's development team beat Bournemouth 5-0 at Kenilworth Road yesterday. Ross Lafayette was also on target, but striker Alex Wall was sent off. Jonathan Smith played 90 minutes as he continues his return from a broken leg. In non-league Football last night in Conference South. Hemel Hempstead lost 2-0 at Haventon Waterlooville. Bishop Stortford drew 3 all at Concord Rangers. In the Southern League, Premier Division Hitchin won 1-0 at Chesham. Biggleswade beat Burnham 1-0. Dunstable beat alzey 5-1. And the Italian rider Eduardo Zardini leads the Tour of Britain cycle race after winning yesterday's third stage in Wales. Defending champion Sir Bradley Wiggins was fifth. Today's stage is from Worcester to Bristol. BBC Three Counties News and Sports. The next full bulletin is at 9 Call
4: 08459 455
1: 555
0: BBC Three Counties Radio Thank you, son. This is Ian Lee, BBC Three Counties Radio. Catherine is there.
8: Mark is livid. Uh-oh, go on. Liv-id. blame oh, blimey.
7: Not something I've done, is it? Yes. Ouch.
8: Mark, Ian, would you please refrain from saying the royals are better than us? I'm a true royalist, through and through, but I don't agree with what you're saying. Well, then you're not. You'll just be antagonising people who are not royalists. Even though I don't understand their argument, as the royal family bring in far more wealth to the UK and London than the money we take out, we must respect other people's views. Thanks, Mark. So he respects other people's views, but not not yours.
7: Well, Mark, you're wrong. The royal family are better than you, because they would never have um, sent an angry, hastily scribbled text... And also, you've just said it, that the amount of money they bring in. How much money do you bring into the country? They're better than you. They're better than me. Certainly better than Catherine. She's from up north. 08459 It's a conversation we were carrying over from yesterday. I don't normally do this, but I was thinking about this so much after the show. It's obvious to me that the royal family are better than us. And I was really disappointed that we only had two callers yesterday mm-hmm. phoning in to support that... Um, Train well, of thoughts. I
8: think it takes a mature person to accept yep. that, you know, some of us are not as good as some others. And I
7: had a lovely message. I can't remember her name. The, um, the young lady who phoned in, her uncle Les... Had a picture with uh, with Prince Charles. I cannot remember her name. I'm trying to find it now. She sent me a very very nice message on my uh, Facebook page, Ian Lee Official, um, and she said if I go to her page, I'll find the picture. Lisa, that was it. Lisa, thank you, Lisa. Um, she sent me a very uh, nice message. She said, Thank you very much for that. The royals are better than you. You know it. Oh eight four five nine four double five five double five. Continuing the royal theme, and this is this is linked. If Scotland get independence, they won't. You all right?
8: Yeah, I'm just looking at some of the um, suggestions of uh, catchphrases oh, we'll for
7: Johnny. we will get to that in a second. If, if, if uh, uh, Scotland goes independent, they won't. They'll bottle it uh, and then uh, drink it. Um, oh, come on. It's a joke, guys. For goodness sakes. Uh, then uh, they shouldn't have the Queen. Of Mo- they should get their own Queen. Mm-hmm. Who would be the Queen of Scotland if it wasn't ours?
8: Mm, Lulu. Oh, no, she she's, not yeah, um, she's not Scottish. Yeah, she's not Scottish. Granny Murray? Spiteri. She's Italian. Um, Andy, an- Andy Murray's mum?
7: Oh yeah, it probably would be, wouldn't it? Yeah. I mean, she'd love it.
8: She can do the the stare.
7: Oh wait, four, five, nine, four, double five five double five, uh, and uh, close when clothes attack. And also, we're looking for a catchphrase for Jonathan Vernon Smith. What have we got?
8: If you've got a problem, JVS will Noblem, Says J. Oh no, I MK. think that's I think
7: that's slightly libellous. So we'd have mm. to check that.
8: Um, Amy Bedford, Miss Ian Lee, give us a try. Uh, I like the way she's brought us into it, because, yeah. you know...
7: No, it's, it, it should be his own thing. Michelle says on Twitter, phone in, join in.
8: Nice. Um, what about Peter? If you need a voice, I am your choice.
7: That's, now, that's nice. Yeah, I, I can imagine. Like Lino says, don't get in a state, call up your mate, JVS on BBC 3CR. Uh, he then adds, I can't rhyme much with taser. That's, that's true, that would be...
8: Don't let it phase you, Zapping with a taser. Need some work. Pat says, "Hi, uh, Ian. If if you hear a whisper,
7: tell them to speak up." No, that that is flippant and is, is, a, is a little dig at me. I'm not having that. Luanne's in Hamptill. Morning, Luanne. Good morning, Ian. Yeah, have you ever been attacked by clothes? No, but I've attacked my child with them. What? Call the social services, Luanne. What's
22: happened? <laughs> well, he was about two, probably just under two. Yeah. And um, we were going through the old rigmarole of potty training and all that kind of stuff. Yeah. Um, and um, onesies were quite sort of... It's starting to
7: come in, there, Yeah. Well, I remember onesies, yeah.
22: <laughs> However, it had a little zip.
7: Ooh, yeah. ta, 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 ta. Mums should not be allowed to uh, z- <laughs> zip up onesies on boys. It should not be allowed. Only dads should do that. Mm,
22: yeah. Well, unfortunately, mumsy dad did see. Oh. And, um... Mumsie dad did see? Yeah. And a little something he got stuck
7: in. <laughs> Oh, wee willy-winky. The
22: oh. trouble is, is I felt more, pa- oh, well I think I felt more pain than no. he did because I had to undo it Luan, again.
7: Luan, trust me, you didn't. <laughs> you didn't.
22: He's not traumatised, he doesn't remember
7: it that much. He, so. he will at some point, when he's older, he will be in bed with a lady, or, or, he'll be in a situation and something will just click and he will wince and he will remember and he will have to have hypnotherapy, regressive hypnotherapy, he'll be taken back to that day and then he'll sue you in a court of law. I'm
22: I'll just, I'll just being glad actually that I didn't have mobile phones to cameras at that took pictures at that time because i think i would have taken
7: <laughs> it was laughing so much that i was crying you were laughing yeah. at his winkle stuck in a zip.
22: Yeah, because I didn't, know what, I didn't know what else to do. I think it was more of that panical laugh rather than his The panical laugh, laugh yeah,
7: or, or the, the, <laughs> the, the, the nasty laugh. How, how much, I mean, what... Oh, gosh. It, I,
22: it wasn't much. It was, it was probably, uh, well, it, it, was, it was enough to notice it, put it that way. You could
7: see it poking out the other side? Yes. Luann, thank you very much indeed.
22: How could you
8: laugh at that? How
7: could you laugh? Panicle. It's the panicle laugh. Flip that poor, poor little boy. My boys. Um, uh, they they were they, in fact. My eldest was wearing a onesie pajamas last night, mm. and it's that zip. That zip goes right there, and you've just. I just say, breathe in, son. You don't want to get that caught. Only dad. Only dad should be allowed to do that zip up. Yeah, because yeah. we know.
8: One of the many reasons I wasn't entrusted with sons.
7: Well, yeah,
8: Devil may care attitude to zips. Oh,
7: 08459 555. Carlo's in Bedford. Good morning, Carlo. Good morning. How can are you, you? Can you? Hold on. I'm, I'm crossing my legs after that last story. <laughs> That's terrifying. <laughs> We've all been there. Carlo, what can I do? I can hear you're, you're desperate for a cigarette, so I won't keep you for too long.
3: What, right. What was that to it say, J- sir? JVS's catchphrase. Here we go. Yeah. I make it my job to sort out your prob. Lum. Uh yeah uh, mm, I, Yeah, but blum don't
7: rhyme, does it? No, uh, I'm trying to, to say it again, Carlo.
3: I make it my job to sort out your prob.
7: It's not bad actually. It's it's not bad. It's it's certainly got something going for it. I I think hang on, let me I've got a few more on Twitter. Hang on a second. Um Oh I'm not gonna read that. No, no, they're, they've all got swear words in. It's all about d- lots of people debating and stuff. No, Carlo, listen, it's on the list. Thank you very much indeed, 81333. Start your text 3CR if you want to uh, give us uh, a little t- cheeky text. We need a catchphrase. We, we've got this, OK? We, we're spoilt for choice. We've got this. If you hear a whisper, guess
3: give us a shout. If you hear a whisper, give us a shout.
4: If you hear a whisper, give us a shout.
7: Okay, she's not being shot. Oh, eight four five nine 555. Um, Carpet Martin's got another one. When you can't afford Dominic Littlewood, call JVS. Although that's a little. No, come on. That, I think that's a little bit unfair. 08459 555 is the telephone number if you want to, uh, to give us a call. Barbara's in Stevenage. Good morning, Barbara. Good morning. What would you like to say?
9: When Scotland go independent, do we still give them the weather
7: forecast? Oh, because, yeah, well, what, it's part of our forecast? Yeah. That's a really good question. I hope not. No, I hope not. And do they still
9: get East Oh. Ah, you see, do they still get all their... Do the BBC treat them as such, or do they stuff them with a, an extra
7: bit on the television <laughs> licence to get them to... Get them to get what they want. Do you know what? That's, a, that's an excellent... I was saying the BBC should pull out of Scotland, but no, 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 no that, that that's incorrect. It, they should uh, be charged, what, another 50? If we, if we take it up what? to around £200 we for should, them...
9: Yeah, because we... I mean, to say, France... I mean, say, France would have to pay to get anything British, wouldn't it?
7: Yeah, you're absolutely right, Barbara. Yeah, exactly. If Are I'm you thinking... bothered about Scotland? Because I, 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 I don't think anyone this side of the border is really that bothered.
9: Um, I don't know. I think it might affect the pound and, 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 and but, but bits what, and pieces.
7: I don't know what that means, though. It might, and I've heard that, oh, it might affect the pound, but I, what, I don't know what that means. Affect it in what way?
9: Well, it might send the pound down a bit, so you have to pay more for
7: stuff. Yeah, when you put it like that, if stuff's going to be more expensive because of of the scotch, that's not good. Well, uh, uh, and a few other things. Should they keep, they shouldn't keep the Queen either, should they? Um, Because she's better than you, she's better than me, she's certainly better than the scotch.
9: Yeah, but I mean to say, that that's her decision, not not theirs. But as I say, I, I don't think they should have their free weather forecast.
7: The Queen's better than you, isn't she, Barbara? Oh, definitely. Thank you very much indeed. It's obvious. And she's a classy lady, Bob. Babs. She knows a place. does she? Is that Darth Vader on the line?
3: It's Dave. Dave, D- D- Dave Vader. No, Darth, Dave, Luter. Darth, Dave, Vader. No, shack it, pal, Roy. The thing that gets me about you, Dave. Oh, here we go again. If you don't I'll come in down there one day and I'm going to bonk you well, on the nose. Well, we're,
7: we're based in Luton for the moment. He's You're based He's
3: going to bonk you, bonk you know on the nose.
7: Don't you dare bonk my nose, you deviant. <laughs> yeah, You're based in Luton and your yeah. last name is Luton. No, no. No, it's not. It's Dave from Luton. I know, that makes it even more amazing. Your middle name is From. It's like Joey Essex, isn't it?
3: <laughs> <laughs> if you, stop, if, if you Catherine. Can you put the fader on Catherine, because she started with you now. Dave, Dave, what? if you move to Stevenage, oh, look, would sh- you would you change
7: your name? <laughs> no. To uh, Stephen from Luton. Look, can you ask me a
3: question? Yeah, OK. If you move to a, Stevenage... It was a lovely day yesterday. Wasn't it just? Lovely and sunny and warm. Yeah. Um, you're forty two, a married man with 41, two children. 41. What, what the hell are you doing with a hoodie on? What's the name of the bang, pal? What are you doing with a hoodie on?
8: What was he wearing? A hoodie. Why?
3: Well he got it caught, didn't he? I know he's uh he's hurt his neck now. he ain't got headache and backache and leg ache.
8: I know. Now,
3: is he, he got- a Mona? Oh, yeah, Catherine. But where's he gone now? Is He's gone skiving off to get his... Oh, here we go. All the time. Jonathan Bernard Smith, come on down. Come on down. It's has been- Yeah, oh, royalty, for when you put in my name, uh, my-, my voice on the radio. Hello? Oh, here we go. A hell mess. It's a hell of a mess, This radio station. Oh, here we go. Yeah. I'm trying to talk... Send to you, Mr... What is it? Oh, yeah, Lee, yeah. I like the mushy peas. Yeah, yeah. It's a hell mess. Boom, 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 boom. It's Justin. Yeah. Can you stop? Putting my voice on the radio in the mornings, please, turban noise. Yeah, turban noise. I yeah. like you peas. Yeah, I like your nose. On the, my fist on the end of it. Like, hell mess. <laughs> oh dear, I forget. Why you? Why do you wear a hoodie? At the age of forty-two, please tell me he thinks he's gonna sleep on a snake. Oh is it is that right? Yeah, he wants to curl up on a, he wants to curl up on a snake and all. Oh, it might bite him.
12: I'm being swallowed by a boa constrictor. I'm being swallowed by a boa constrictor. I'm being swallowed by a boa constrictor. And I don't like it very much.
19: Oh no, oh no. He swallowed my toe, he swallowed my toe. Oh gee, oh gee. He's up to my knee, he's up to my knee. Oh fiddle, oh fiddle. He's reached my middle, he's reached my middle. Oh heck, oh heck. He's up to my neck, he's up to
12: my neck. Oh dread, oh dread, he's swallowed my... <laughs>
4: The A1M's looking rather
11: slow moving on the speed sensors this morning between Junction 9 at Letchworth and Junction 7 of Stevenage. The M1 heading towards London's looking rather slow moving as well um, between Junction 9 and Junction 7 for Hemel Hempstead. The M1 heading southbound, there's a lane closed at the moment just to Junction 2 for Watford Way following an accident looking rather busy now to Junction 6A for the M25. And the M25 itself looking heavy heading anti-clockwise between Junction 19 at Watford and Junction 16 For the M40. So far, no reported problems or delays to the trains. Nicola Richards, BBC Three Counties
7: Radio. Nicola, thank you. My colleague Lee Agnew has just sent me what will happen to the BBC in Scotland. And boy, oh boy, is it shocking. Tell you in a second, it's 8.46. It's Wednesday the 10th of September. I'm Ian Lee. These are your headlines on BBC Three Counties Radio. A new strategy to tackle gangs in Luton has been drawn up by a community partnership, including the police and the council. David Cameron, Nick Clegg and Ed Miliband are campaigning in Scotland today against independence. And an acoustics expert has come forward to try and find a solution to the noise from the Luton to Dunstable guided busway, which residents say is getting worse. 08459 455555, clothes in injuries, Scottish independence and what will happen to the BBC if Scotland does get independent.
0: All that and more after the weather with Kate.
19: Hearts and Bucks weather.
0: BBC Three Counties Radio.
19: Well, it's a fine and bright start right the way across all three counties. Perhaps a little bit of cloud over parts of Buckinghamshire, but really nothing to worry about. It's high cloud we're seeing brightness behind it elsewhere. It's a beautiful uh, sunny start to the day, and sunny spells will continue. Bit more cloud this afternoon, but the temperature similar to yesterday at 20, maybe 21 Celsius. Overnight tonight, clear at first, but then we'll likely see cloud moving in, particularly towards the eastern fringes. Um, should stay dry there when the temperature dropping down. Countryside again, quite a chilly night, minimum down to around seven Celsius. Towns and cities a bit milder. For tomorrow morning, a cloudy start for some again in the east, but then the sunshine will break through. bit more of a breeze, but the maximum temperature staying in the high teens. And that's your forecast. <laughs> Every weekday from 12, Nick Coffer brings you...
4: BBC
7: Three Counties, Red. I've got some great interviews coming up. He was in the trenches in in France and he was shot. We both look at each other in amazement and can't believe how far we've come with the company and we love it. We love every day that we do the cakes. Nick
11: Coffer. We're telling people, go out and find about your family story and come back and pay tribute to them in, in a way that is a living, breathing
13: legacy. Got a strong local link, hasn't it? A strong local link. Amy Merritt, she's originally from New Zealand, now settled in Buckinghamshire. Nick Coffer I think it could be brilliant Weekdays from 12
4: on BBC Three Counties Radio Uh,
7: Some great tweets uh, with uh, suggestions for Jonathan Vernon Smith's catchphrase DS Hunt Life in a mess, call JVS I like that I like that, that's a good one Uh, And Michael Naylor If you're having a drama, don't worry Join me in Frigliana A A bit wordy doesn't trip off the tongue quite so well. Cathy's in Watford. Morning, Cathy.
22: Hello.
7: Have you got something for us? If you need
22: help, give us a shout. Huh?
7: <laughs> for Jonathan. Do, uh... if, if you need help, give us a shout. Hey. No? Because um, it feels like you're doing it in the rhyming voice. So right. it feels like it's going to rhyme. And then it, 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 if you need help, give us a shout.
8: Give us a yelp. <laughs> Bang.
7: There we go Lennon and McCartney are back together again. you don't like it do you? I'm not well the thing is it's it's such a flagship show on this station we want to get this catchphrase absolutely right
8: okay, I'll have another thing no no no, but your idea was great and it fueled a better idea.
7: So Cathy I don't I don't want to discourage your creativity I appreciate you taking the time and the thought <laughs> There
8: were no wrong answers in this
7: but that was close to a wrong one. Cathy, oh, you're a good sport. Thank you very much indeed. 08459 four double We've got to be
8: careful with these creative types. Don't say no. no. Say yes and.
7: Yes and. You don't say no but, you say yes and. As no. it says actually on a notice in the kitchen. Have you seen that Doesn't, there? No, I haven't seen that. Oh, read that notice. We should be encouraging other shows by saying, instead of saying uh, an ideas, instead of saying no but, you say yes and. Yes and. You could do something good. Yes and. That idea is rubbish. <laughs> <laughs> Andrew's in Letchworth. Morning, Andrew. Good morning, Ian. How are you? Uh, do you know what? I'm feeling a little bit perky today. Oh, and I'm feeling right. a little bit better because I can see Justin Dealey poking his gorgeous head round the door. What a looker. <laughs> what a looker. He's a good-looking guy. You reckon? Right, Dealey. <laughs> hey, boss. What are you, What are you doing? Um, you, you'll find out in a second. Thank you very much indeed. Andrew, what have you got for us? Okay, so I
21: listen to your show every day and the Scotland thing's playing on my mind a little bit. Go I mean... On. A lot of people resent paying the TV licences and whatever else, but it's British broadcasting. Yep. So what happens to Scotland when they separate?
7: I have been taught... Listen, my uh, colleague, Lee Agnew, a proper journalist, guys, has uh, sent me this. If they vote for independence, people in Scotland will have to pay for a new Scottish broadcasting service. They'll still be able to get the BBC programmes, but guess what? They won't have to pay for them, Andrew. Oh, that's disgusting.
8: Wait a minute. You say he's a proper journalist. Yeah, yeah. Let's have a look at his genealogy, shall we? Agnew. Yeah. Scottish name.
7: Oh, well a done. Sympathizer. Oh, sympathiser. Oh, a a sympathiser. Oh, there's there's an infiltrator in our midst. But so yeah, so they, else- they, they'd get the BBC, Andrew. It wouldn't cost them a penny. So will they go up then? Yeah, probably. We'll have to, we'll have to cover oh. them. Oh, my goodness. It's, it's outrageous, isn't it? That's disgusting, Andrew. Thank you very much indeed. Um, you're right, Kath. It's a hell mess. It's a hell mess. We're heading for. <laughs> it is hell mess, isn't it? That's interesting. So they'll still get BBC programs. They won't have to pay for them. Did we just, Kathy? Did we just speak to you? Yeah. Oh, it in Luton. Hi, Ian. Hello, Matt. How are you, sir? Are you oh, right? thank goodness you're not like, that miserable, Matt from Luton. Oh, he does my head in.
14: Hello, Hello Ian.
7: I'm... I've come to have a go at you today.
14: Yeah. Yeah, what have you got for us, Matt? Yeah, just to call to say thank you, Ian, for your help, for that lady, uh, because you really
23: make me to cry, because you are angel. Because I miss my mum, that's why, you know, I call the lady, I pray for her. But, you know, you are fantastic. Uh, God bless you and your team and everybody there.
7: It's a fan- Well, Matt, you're very, this is three compliments in one show. Honestly, I don't know how to handle this. You said something interesting. You said you miss your mum. You've lost your mum, have you, Matt? No, no, because I'm far from my mum. Ah, so she's still alive. Whereabouts are you from? I'm originally from Iran. And is that where your mum is? Yes, she is, yeah. And how is she doing? Is she all right? She must miss you terribly. She she does, yeah, she's quite old and
23: she's over about 80. But, you know... Honestly, I was crying when you were talking to that lady. I really, really um, pray for God for you and for your team to be blessed. And, you know, always listening to your show, I love it.
7: Matt, I you're very it. kind. Why don't, why don't you give your mum a call later on today? I will do that. Good yes. lad, thank yep. you, Matt. You're very, very kind, thank you. I don't know how to handle compliments, but what a nice gentleman. Oh, imagine being that far away from your mum. I oh, know. Sometimes it's a blessing.
8: My mum's only around the corner.
7: Yeah. <laughs> oh, imagine being that close to your mum. Flip it,
8: Mind you, she's a very busy lady. Oh, she's avoiding me. I think it, she might hide I, behind the sofa when I'm not.
7: I couldn't think why that would be. Your mum's tiny, though. She could be standing up behind the sofa and you wouldn't be able to see her. That's true. What did you call her, Bilbo Baggins? <laughs> hey! Oh, Dealey. I've got an
13: idea. I've got an idea.
7: Go on, Dealey.
13: just come to me. The theme tunes of this programme, if you hear a whisper, give us a shout. I think we need to drop that now because that man just called you an angel, correct? He did call me an angel, yeah. What about having the theme tune to the programme, Shaggy, Angel of the Morning? What do you reckon?
7: Did Shaggy do a version of Angel of the Morning? It was Crystal Gale. Shaggy. He did Angel, he ruined Angel of the Morning. Yep, shaggy. He ruined Crystal
13: Gale. Shaggy ruined Crystal Gale. Is this true? Absolutely true. Let's kick off tomorrow with Shaggy, Angel of the Morning.
7: Okay, well, Justin, I sent you out on a Justin Dealey mercy dash. Mm. You had 25 minutes to find somebody who had been attacked by their clothing.
13: Yeah. How's it gone? bit ropey, this one, but um, I've got two examples for you. <laughs> <laughs> it's a tough one. Um, here is example number one for you. Rihanna... You've injured yourself with your skinny jeans. Tell us what happened.
22: I fell over trying to get them off
20: when I was drunk.
13: Bad injuries, bit of bruising?
20: Bruising, yeah.
13: <laughs> so a message to everybody today, if you're taking your skinny jeans off at night, just be careful.
20: Yeah,
7: true saying.
13: <laughs> true saying. Exhibit number two. Hang a minute, up. whoa, hang mm. a minute.
7: You don't just brush past the fact you spoke to Rihanna. Yeah. <laughs> That's <laughs>
13: awesome. We
8: knew those tight clothes were going to do her mischief at some point. That's yeah. why she doesn't wear
7: them very
13: often. Absolutely. Yeah. Skinny jeans, by the way. I bought a pair the other week, oh. and um, I've got a similar story to tell. Uh, went to the toilet on three occasions during the evening, could not take the jeans <laughs> off, really... and I fell over. Okay. So, why were you
7: taking your jeans off to go to the toilet?
13: Well, I tried to take them off before I got into bed, but I couldn't because they were so tight. But you, but you said you went to the toilet three times. Yeah, in the, yeah, during the night. The implication is that you took them off to go to the toilet. No, I tried. Are you my son? No, no. What was happening was they were stuck on the bottom of my feet. So why I Why did you try and take them off when you were going to the toilet? That because makes no I, sense, I had to right? walk from the bedroom to the <laughs> toilet and I tripped over. That's why. But why. Hang on a minute. But why were you taking them off? Did you sleep in your jeans? Yes. Because I couldn't take them off. They were too tight.
8: Did you still have your boots on?
13: No, the boots were off, but the jeans were still on. Oh, man. Absolute nightmare. Go
7: on, then. Exhibit number two. What have
13: we got? Uh, yeah, somebody with uh, a lovely voice. Here we go. I'm here with Cleopatra. <laughs> Sexy name. <laughs> Sexy lady from Greece. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Welcome to Luton. How does it feel to be here?
20: Nice. Yeah? I like it. Yeah.
13: Handsome men in Luton, some I'm told. So, injuries. Clothing injuries. What happened to you? I was trying to wear my glasses on, my sunglasses, How can we call this? Uh, The end.
20: The end? Getting into my eye.
13: You poked yourself? Yep. Painful? Yes, a lot. Two examples off the streets.
7: Oh, man, of life. So not only have you spoken to Rihanna, you've also spoken
13: to a 90s uh, girl group as well. <laughs> Rihanna, Rihanna and Cleopatra Coming in one feature. There you go. Fantastic. Well, see, Justin, I knew you could do it. It was tough, but um, we got there. in the end. I don't think you can really class sunglasses as a clothing injury, but I kind of put it in there because it was a difficult phoning.
7: So you slept Why would you do that? I've done it a few times when I've dozed
13: in the day, and they've always uh, woken up with me smelly and sweaty. Guys, guys, you're missing the key point here. I had to sleep in my jeans because I couldn't take the jeans off. They were were so skinny, they were stuck to my legs.
8: Here's another thing, and I'm just going to say it, Justin. I've known you long enough. You've got no business wearing skinny jeans as a man.
13: No, this is 2014. And you're nearly 40, mate. Uh, you're too old. Says the man who's 45 wearing a hoodie.
8: Also, Justin, just No, I'm saying this with sisterly affection. Mm. You've not had kids yet.
13: What's that got to do with skinny jeans? You're going to
8: find out. Think
13: about it. OK, point taken. Yeah, thank you very much indeed, Justin. It's, it's
7: very sensible. I advice. just don't want him
8: cramping his style.
7: <laughs> Literally. <laughs> Can you imagine? you got to let those bad boys move around. Breathe. Are we done?
8: Yeah, I think we've covered all the bases.
7: Have we got any more texts on uh, on catchphrases That's for something. JVS? I'm um, determined. We, we must gonna...
8: have something good. in I'm you. determined
7: we're going to do this.
8: Wow, and um, we've got. If you have a prob, show is no. no. I can't read that one oh,
7: come on now. Like... Oh, come what about on. this? From... He's, he's laughing though. He likes that one. This
8: is from Aaron. If you like a row, call me now.
7: I like that. That's a good one.
8: For consumer affairs, call the man who cares. Says yep. Linda. Yep. And in a mess, called JVS, Jackie of Hemel. That's a work of genius. A
7: few, a few Facebook comments very quickly on uh, should we share the Queen? Uh, Jenny says we already share our Queen with all the other independent countries in the Commonwealth, why shouldn't we share her with another one to teach him a lesson? Just to be peevish. Uh, Greg says, all this is very confusing. Will we still have branches of McDonald's? Sandra says, the man is an unmitigated idiot. Who's she talking about? Oh... Um, and Gary says they can have her for all I care No Gary that's not the deal We're not giving the Queen away free with the Scottish independence Also
8: a show of support Late support from Mark of Bedford Yes Kath, no to men in skinny jeans
7: Thank you very much indeed That's it, that's your lot If you want to send me an email you can do of course ian.lee at bbc.co.uk I may not reply but at least someone will see it It'll be me <laughs>
0: Travel news for beds, hearts and bugs.
11: BBC Three Counties Radio. The M1 heading towards London. Very slow moving at the moment between Junction 9 at Redbourne and Junction 7 for Hemel Hempstead. The M1 heading southbound. There's a lane closed at the moment, um, just at Junction 2 for Watford Way. Also looking busy now to Junction 6A for the M25 following an accident. There's some recovery work now taking place. Very slow moving on the M25 heading anti-clockwise between Junction 21A for St Albans and... Junction 20 for Kings Langley. Take a look in Borehamwood and very slow moving on camera on the Barnet Bypass heading southbound between Sterling Corner and Mill Hill Circus. On the trains, no reported problems or delays. Nicola Richards, BBC Three Counties Radio.
7: Thank you, Nicola very quickly Lorraine uh, accident uh, clothes attacking i got my jodhpurs caught when i was getting off my horse and was left dangling under him by my leg oh dear what an unfortunate position to be in some of those horses oh
4: and vocal across beds, hearts, and bucks.
0: This is BBC
5: Three Counties Radio. Thank you, Ian. Good morning. Welcome to the JBS show. I'm Jonathan Vernon Smith. It's Wednesday, it's nine o'clock. And on today's big phone in, is keeping Scotland in the UK worth all this time and effort? David Cameron.